93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And it is Friday, September 7th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Officials are warning about counterfeit cash being circulated around the region. A South Philadelphia businessman found out the hard way when he learned a lot of the money that he took from customers turned out to be counterfeit. Vincent Emanuel, owner of a 7-Eleven at 23rd and Pashyang, says the money looks real. He says he's frustrated with what's been happening over the last two weeks and that he's seen a surge in counterfeit $20 bills and $100 bills in the store. It's been a while since we had a an influx of counterfeit money and you'd figure the technology would make it that well, much easier to do. Yeah, yeah. so apparently, um, so the money looks real enough and it wasn't until the bank notified him that he realized some of the money that he had deposited was actually counterfeit. Emmanuel said in the last 24 hours there have been two different customers who tried to pass a $100 counterfeit bill and then a little kid came into the store and asked for uh, change for a 20. He asked for all $1 bills. Mm. The Secret Service in Philadelphia says counterfeiting is currently very widespread and it's keeping them busy. They are currently investigating a number of cases. Officials said the counterfeit of those bogus bills have figured out uh, how to avoid detection by marker pens that show whether the bill is real or fake. I have a minor little fear when I have a large bill and I go in somewhere and I've gotten it from an ATM or whatever, exchanging hands, and I have like a $100 bill or whatever, and I get, and they do the little mark thing. And if for some reason it turns out to be a fake, me. you're out. I'm like, how is it, you know, would, would I get in trouble for that if I didn't, you know what I mean? If you're, no. I swear to God, I yeah. didn't know. Uh, there's that, but also uh, you have no recourse. Well, you, you'd be out a hundred dollars. You'd be out a hundred bucks. But I still, I'm, I'm more afraid yeah. of you know the Secret Service. Yeah. Right? Where'd you get that? And... Preston gets jail time yeah. for counterfeit money. No, yeah. I think if they needed to do some sort of investigation, I think they know the difference. But if they had to do some sort of investigation, they wouldn't find you know stacks yeah. of counterfeit cash in your basement. Right. Well, they say the telltale sign on the bill, uh, Kathy, and they've gone extensively into replicating it. Ben Franklin is wearing a grill. <laughs> a grill? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And that's, uh, you know, why would you do that? But I guess that's how they know. Well, they've been using those pens forever. And, I, you know, I always wondered why they weren't able to be. So now, apparently, they can yeah. they, they can trick that. I always thought it's just to sweat you at the register. Yeah, I'm seriously. Pull out the pen. Make if you have anything nervous. to confess, that would be the time to do it. <laughs> and, Steve, they, uh, yeah. they they look at you while they yeah, lick yeah. the end of the pen real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> I did I did find What do you do odd. for a living that you have to? Twenty dollar bills. Well, but that's the thing. I always found it odd that they would do it with the twenties. Like, doesn't don't most people aren't most people using twenties? Like that's yeah. what you get from a I don't Mac think machine. I've ever seen them no, do the I actually I get nervous. To your point, if like sometimes if you go to a casino, the ATMs will dispense in huge like hundred dollar bills yeah. or whatever, and uh, I'm like. Do you take these? Uh, you know, it's you legitimate. It's a 50. Is this okay? <laughs> I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. The Secret Service estimates that roughly 45000 to $50,000 of counterfeit money is passed weekly through the Philadelphia region. Last year, a New Jersey couple started a GoFundMe account for a homeless man who spent his last $20 to buy gas for the woman after she was stranded along 95. However, Johnny Bobbitt says the bulk of the money did not go to him, but rather was spent by Kate McClure and Mark D'Amico. The couple denied any wrongdoing in the matter. 
Now, on Thursday, a search warrant was executed at their Bordentown, New Jersey home. Uh, they used uh, The used BMW was searched in the driveway and then hauled away on a tow truck. The couple was Yeesh. home at the time. D'Amico was seen swinging a golf club and p- playing fetch with a dog a short time later. McClure got into a car and left the home, but she didn't talk to any reporters who were outside. A judge ordered the pair to appear in court next week. In the interim, GoFundMe issued a statement saying Bobbitt will receive the balance of the funds. Johnny will be made whole, and we're committing that he'll get the balance of the funds that he has not yet received or benefited from. GoFundMe's goal has always been to ensure Johnny gets the support he deserves, the statement read. That's pretty awesome. I, I wonder if in their in their business model that that's something they accommodate because all, they're, all they all so. they do is they provide you can use it to raise money but do they actually make that provision Kathy yeah. so uh, the statement authored by GoFundMe and attorneys at Cozen O'Connor on behalf of Bobbit continued by stating that the platform is backed by the GoFundMe guarantee this huh. means that in the rare case that GoFundMe law enforcement or user finds campaigns or misused donors and beneficiaries are p- protected that's amazing we're fulfilling the commitment today, and we will continue to work with Johnny's team to make sure that he's receiving all donated amounts, the statement read. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. A video showing a bed bug infestation on a SEPTA bus is going viral, and now the transit agency is addressing the problem. I didn't know they had beds on SEPTA buses. It's so gross. You know, I was like Jesus scratching Christ. all over when I saw the video. That That is the, mo- that is the most pernicious, <laughs> oh, the bed God. bug thing. It's oh, there's so a whole awful. bunch of Oh, them. my God. Wow. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. infested is the word. That's. I thought bed bugs were so tiny that you couldn't, you couldn't even see really them, see right? them. Now, these are, these are larger. Those don't. The, those are bus bed bugs. Yeah, those are bus bugs. Those are bus bugs, right. Yeah, clearly bu- larger than beds. The bus bugs are a little bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Crystal <laughs> Lopez, who was the person who shot the video, showing the bugs scampering all over the upholstered uh, seat back. Dear Minutes God. before, apparently she had stretched her arm over the seat. Uh, she was going to pull the cord, and she said all of a sudden she felt itching a burn, oh. and a burning feeling go up her entire arm from her wrist to her armpit. That, it's beyond disgusting. Yeah, Preston, to your point about the bed bugs, you always see them when they're doing the hotel searches. They use like yeah. a black light or something. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, very, yeah. very Well, tiny. so they go into crevices. I don't think it's that you can't see them. It's that they're in the crevice. So like in the bed, they kind of sit where the seam is and you're supposed to use like, you know, a hair dryer because they like warm places and then they'll come out from where the seam is. <sighs> disgusting. So uh, this woman says that the, that the bug bites triggered an allergic reaction, which uh, started to uh, raise welts and then become a red rash on her arm. She said she felt like her arm was on fire. Someone from an infected home uh, can walk into a public space where uh, they can survive as long as there's a crevice for them to hide in. They have turned up on buses in other cities as well as taxi cabs, airlines, and trains. So you're saying they're traveling from city to city. Seriously. SEPTA has 1,400 buses and a program targeting bed bugs. We have special treatments once a quarter where we apply or a contractor applies a material specifically designated to treat bed bugs, the assistant general manager said. SEPTA pulled the bus. Uh, Lopez was riding out of service after she sounded the alarm. SEPTA is also in the process of replacing the upholstered seats with plastic. Uh, one way bed bugs can spread in public places is through personal belongings. So they're saying if you have a book bag or a handbag and you put it down near an infestation, the bugs just climb onto it and then you end up taking them home into your house. I always hold bags on my lap. I never... Well, okay, so yeah. that, that's what they advise that if you have to take public transit to hold your belongings on your lap... And I try put my keep, food on the floor, but I don't... <laughs> yeah. Try to keep it away from the upholstery uh, and any possible infestation. All right, in sports this morning... <laughs> Sacks are yummy. 
the f*** is that? The Eagles began their season with a win beating at the Atlanta Falcons 18-12. They did it! Jay Ajayi had a pair of touchdown runs. Nick Foles caught another pass to jumpstart the offense, and the defending champion Eagles needed another defensive stand to open the NFL season with a victory. A sloppy game that featured 26 penalties came down to Matt Ryan throwing an incomplete pass to Julio Jones in the left corner of the end zone on the final play from the Eagles' five-yard line. They say Julio. Oh, Julio, sorry. Julio Jones. In January, Jones couldn't come down with Ryan's pass from the two in the right corner of the end zone in Atlanta's 15-10 loss to the Eagles in the divisional round. Up next for the Eagles is a game in Tampa on Sunday, September 16th against the Buccaneers. The Phillies were off last night and opened up a three-game series in New York against the Mets. Tonight, Aaron Nola gets the start for the Phillies and game time is at 7-10. Yesterday at Aronimink, Tiger Woods had his best score in more than five years. Woods played his first nine holes in 29 uh, strokes, hit 16 greens in regulation, shot eight under par 62 in the first round of the BMW Championship. It was just the fourth time in 17 tournaments in 2018 that Woods opened with a round under par. Rory McIlroy also shot 62 to tie for the lead with Xander Schofield one shot back. It was Woods' best score since shooting 61 at the Bridgestone Invitational in 2013 where he won the last of his 79 PGA Tour titles. Wow. Round two begins at Aronimate Golf Club later this morning, and the Eagles are still the Super Bowl champs. Yeah. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. All set for Friday. Giving away a Word of the Week prize today. Front row tickets, food vouchers, free parking for Ozzy and Stone Sour coming up on the 12th. So if you've been uh, collecting those letters, you'll need to use them today. So we'll get to that at the end of the program. Only four of them this week because it was a short work week. Right? It was a short yes, work week. Yes, you're right. Yeah, I know. It does not seem like it, but it was. Uh, we have some wonderful guests on our program today. Two of our favorites, Mr. Jamie Kennedy will be here around 8.15 and he's performing Punchline tonight and Saturday and then another one of our favorites, David Tell yes. is stopping in today. In the pantheon of comedians, he's at the top of the top. He's regarded by, he's a comedian's comedian. Absolutely. People, the, everybody re- always has amazing things. He's to Bill Burr's favorite Tell. comedian. Yeah. Yeah, that should tell you all you need to know. Exactly. So, uh, he's coming in today around nine o'clock which is wonderful i don't think he even has to i think he's got his his saturday tonight and saturday sold out and there is one show remaining on sunday at seven o'clock that you can get tickets for but he's coming by and he doesn't have to and we love him for that yes our friends from deets and watson are stopping by real philly deli tour tnf farmers pride is going to be stopping by there in roxborough casey you had a visit there recently yes and there was a surprise guest as well <gasps> steve morris that was that one? That's yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I gotta watch the, the video, the Real Philly Deli yep. Tour, so make sure you check it out. And uh, you can come out and meet uh, Marissa and I. We are doing a dual appearance together. I don't know if we've ever done one of these before. It's tomorrow, no, right? Yeah, tomorrow at Acme on Snyder Avenue in Philadelphia. We'll be there from 1 to 3, so come out and say hello to us. I'll remind you of that. A little bit later on this morning, I'm going to be handing out samples. Hmm. Oh, samples. I, am, I am intrigued by these. Uh, it's a, what is it? A pineapple sandwich? Or it's sort of? the the uh, my Hawaiian melt. Okay, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's 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 ham and cheese and and pineapple and uh, some mustard and a casserole. Uh. It's pretty yummy stuff. So. Uh, Marissa's going to be, however, more popular because she'll be having samples of beer. Beer. It was a pretty sweet deal. So that's tomorrow from 1 to 3 at Acme on Snyder Ave. Make sure you join us. Hey, I'd like to start off the morning by giving some things away. And we have a screening of The Predator from 20th Century Fox, which is going to be on Monday at the Ritz East at 730. You'll need to be there by 7 to get to your seat and everything. So I'm going to do it again. Ten callers. 
I'm going to give away passes to you right now. Movies on us, 215-263-WMMR. Go ahead and give us a call right now. And with all of these other things, the Back to School A to Z continues. I had said yesterday that we uh, started to venture into the S's. I did a ballpark yes. look at the pages. Somewhere in the neighborhood of 350 songs uh, in the S's. And you know which one I don't see on there is this one. September <laughs> You're I was right. actually trembling with fear that we would not get to it. I got your back, Steve. All right, thank you. Actually, Casey has my back. He's the one who set it up. Here. We all have each other's backs. Yeah. But uh, when we, is this the song we're going to start off with? Yes, the one oh, I just circled. Nice. Do we do that? I don't, and then let, let me be surprised. We okay. will surprise you, but I'm going to tell you that at some point this morning, we are going to venture into the... You'll splooge. The six. <laughs> Really? We're going to get a bunch oh. of sick songs. Yeah, there's a lot of sex songs. A lot of sex songs? Sick. Oh, sick songs. Sick. Okay, okay. So yes, sex. Yes, I do see sick. I can't do it like you, Steve. Oh, uh, sick. Uh, and we we may venture into the nine minute long song territory this morning as well too. We got a couple of really good ones on the way, but the next one is nice and heavy to get your day started. I love it. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us with unfortunate news about a loss of a Hollywood legend. Yes. We'll return that and more in a sec. Stay with us. This 93.3 WMMR audio on-demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spas. What better way to get back into the swing of things than with a relaxing massage or rejuvenating facial? With 50 locations right in this area, you're sure to find a relaxing spa experience. Introductory services are just $59.95. Visit handandstone.com to find a location near you. Are you ready for love? Steven Singer Jewelers has hand-picked diamonds paired with beautiful mountings to create a stunning engagement ring that's ready to go. Check out his Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Ring Collection online at IHateStevenSinger.com and have it shipped immediately for free, all at the perfect price. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. Hey, gang, it's Preston. Listen, these days, you know how it is. You can get practically everything you want on demand. I mean, it's like our podcast. You listen whenever you want, when it's convenient for you. But did you know that you can even get postage on demand? Hey, all you need is stamps.com. What is that? Well, I'm here to tell you, friends, with stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office and do it right from your desk. All available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You just click, you print, you mail, and you're done, my friend. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale so you can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every single time. Here's what you got to do to get it all, gang. Right now, use Gadzooks for a special free offer. They have a four-week trial that includes postage and the digital scale. So don't wait on this. You want to check it out now. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in the word Gadzooks. Once again, that's Stamps.com and enter Gadzooks. Check this out. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, so we're going to do a stupid question this morning, and today we are going to give away a four-pack of tickets to the Dodge NHRA Nationals at Maple Grove Raceway. This is the 13th through the 16th, and the question this is a great one, man. What city's area code is 321-215-263-WMMR? That's a good one. That's right. a really good one. What city's area code is 321? All right, if you know the answer, 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Hey, and Preston, I'm sorry, real, real quick, I didn't mean to interrupt. I apologize. No, uh, right. People are saying that that's exactly what he was doing. Chris Cornell was hitting himself in the throat that he would do it in concert, and he did it no in kidding. the recording. Yeah. Okay, I never saw him perform that song live, Me so neither. I missed out on that. That's, uh, that's what I thought it sounded like. Well, good to know. Thank you for the question. Cool. 
Uh, today is Friday, September 7th, and I do have some birthdays to run by you. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood uh, is 31 years old today. Yeah. yeah Stunner. She's, yeah, she's great, man. Uh, and Westworld. Man, I wish I would have... I, I, I lost I, I lost interest after okay. the first season. It got a little confusing to me. I agree a thousand percent. Yeah. I picked it back up. Okay. Uh, there was a, par- a part there where it seemed too mired down, and I, I had to admit I was getting lost. I didn't yeah. know what the hell was going on. And then it, it uh, let's just say things have gone dramatically bad for humans. Okay. And, uh, yeah, if you do manage to pick it up, I think you'll be happy. The same thing is happening with uh, uh, Castle Rock for me right now. I'm really trying to hang in there, but it's getting too convoluted, and I'm losing my place. So I was, I was reading uh, critical reviews of it that said by episode four, it would really kick in. Yeah. I got to episode four, and I'm like... Uh-uh. Well, it's it's the action starting yeah, kicking no, in in episode it, four. I'm still not quite getting, but I, it's there's a lot going on. So the same thing happened with me and Westworld. Maybe I'll come back to it, but uh, that's where I really was like, wow, yeah, she's really beautiful. She was um, excellent, also in True Blood. She was a vampire queen, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you saw her in that that movie Thirteen was the first time you saw her, right? Yeah, and in the wrestler, she plays the daughter. She's so good. She's in great. That. Uh, Thirty-one years old today. Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah, uh, American Pie, scary movie. J.M. Silent Bob Strike Back, and that's pretty and, much. And it. American Pie, she was in, and then uh, J.M. Bob. Yep, and American <laughs> Pie. Uh-huh. She's uh, forty-five today. Difficult to work with, supposedly. That's what we hear yeah. from uh, from Kevin Smith, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, then you have Chad Sexton, drummer of Three Eleven. Always liked his style. He's forty-eight years old today. Uh, then an actor that played a drummer, Tom Everett Scott. Uh-huh. Yeah, From that yeah. thing you do. <laughs> he learned to drum for the movie, right? He did, and did he's a really good. Did a really good job. Yeah, and uh, a show. Uh, he's on a, um, a sitcom. Yeah, I guess you would consider it a sitcom. Recently, yes, that's what right. It, what is it called? Nick? What it, uh, it's called. I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, some of it's pretty funny. Is it? Him and the the gal who plays his wife is gorgeous and very, very funny, and I forgot who the actress is. Nick is pulling up the information for me. Andrea right? Savage, is that her name? I think that is her. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's kind of a fun show, uh, and I always liked him. He's a very likable guy. He's uh, 48 years old today. Angie Eberhardt, the actress and model. Playboy model. Mm-hmm, is, she, is 49. Is she still with Joe Pesci? Wow. Yeah, that's what? right. She was yeah. with Pesci for a while. I don't know if they're still together or not. She, yeah, she was. Uh, I didn't know that. She's in that uh, movie, the Tales from the Crypt series, started doing movies, and one of them was called Bordello of Blood. Yeah. And she was the vampire who ran the Bordello. Wow. No, I guess so. She married a guy named Carl Farrow, and that was in 2014. So, so. so, so Pesci's, Pesci's not. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a tough one. <laughs> All right, so Angie Everhart is 49 today. Corbin Burnson. Yeah, I always liked him. L.A. Law, Major League Movies. What did he just show up in? Oh, he uh, showed up in Better Call Saul, or maybe it was. I don't remember him. Well, I haven't seen Better Call Saul. What am I talking about? Um, I was thinking of Breaking Bad. He is a. He shows up as a lawyer. Oh. I think it was... Oh, Jesus. Never mind. Okay. All right. Back to you, Preston. Oh. That's all right. It's all You're good. trying. I have a story. I interviewed him once at the Sixers game, and uh, he was a very nice guy. Like, so nice. Um, however, he had his two twin sons with him, and he told the crowd that his sons are Lakers fans, and that's why they were there. <laughs> they were oh. booed him. I was like, ah, we couldn't don't, really come back from there. Don't do that. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Corbin Burnson is uh, 64 years old today. Oh, that's what it was. You got it right. Uh, they pulled up billions. 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 Billions and billions <laughs> and billions. Uh, and then we have Julie Kavner, the voice of Marge Simpson. First time I saw her was uh, as Rhoda's sister. Remember that? 
When the, the spinoff to yeah. Mary Tyler Moore's show was Rhoda. Yeah, yeah. And she played her sister. Yeah. Uh, Casey, well, I, I want you to verify the answer to this. I already Uh-oh. did. I, well, because I had to... Uh, I came up with these questions for the um, trivia night at my school. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, I, you have to because everybody wants to contest questions at the end. Right. So Okay, but nobody's getting the answer right. Well, okay. they're all wrong. Uh, then we go to... <laughs> all right, listen. People are calling with counties. He didn't ask a county. He yeah, said, I what asked, city? I asked a city. City. And are we sure it's not that? Positive. Okay. Positivo. Uh, and then Chrissy Hind has her birthday today. Chrissy Hind, uh, lead singer of the Pretenders. Oh, he's a Pretenders fan. Yeah. Uh, I'll yeah. Stand By You is uh, our unofficial wedding song. Oh, wow. Um, but she's cantankerous. Yeah, I don't like her. Yeah. I, li- I, like, I, like, some of the, I like some of the music a lot, like... Um, uh, Message of Love is one of my favorite songs. But, yeah. Um, and, yeah, she's not what you would consider to be a nice person or what I would consider to be a nice person. You know, person. as I was talking about I got Roger Waters yesterday, that's, it's Sully's. You know, you yeah. like to think that the music you're hearing from somebody is a conduit of who they are. And and she's some bitch when she was here. I, I think, I, well, and we, we had her Y100 one time, yeah. too, and she was a tough interview. That's all there yeah. is to it. And she just kind of comes off that way. And uh, I, I I think that the telling thing is she's, she's a big animal activist and everything. And so Pierre knows that, and Pierre was interviewing yeah. her. And so Pierre had Lucy, yeah, yeah. And, and she's like, can we get rid of the dog, please? And I think Pierre brought Lucy in because she's Make her such, feel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, person, to feel yeah. the love. And she's like, can you? Can you get the dog out of here, please? I'm like, oh, see, geez. now you're just doing that to be a jerk. Well, you're you're there's, ca- there are countless that you do not. It's it's nice to, to be nice. Yeah. Yes. There's nothing wrong with being nice. Right. It's not you know? hard either. It isn't either. Especially when people and, are being nice to you. Unless you just don't like people. Yes. And you know? that's quite that possible. it's hard. It's, it's difficult yeah. for some people. Uh, <laughs> I mean, guys. Come on. You can't think everyone's going to like people. <laughs> All right. So. And then we have one more birthday. It is my little brother Kevin's birthday. Kevin! Oh, yeah. uh, so my little man, forty my, years old wait, today. My little man, my little man. He's that's, forty years old today. That's what you call your son? Yeah. yeah. Now, I, listen. He's. I, I've known him longer than I've known my son. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, true. I've known him his whole life. So he's he's forty. How old are you? I'm 43. Okay. All right. And, and, he's, uh, and he's the youngest of the crew. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's the baby. So. Uh, went and got to hang out with him for the game yesterday. It's funny because my, you know, my younger brother, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's a full grown yeah. man. But I, I uh, always think of him as the guy I, 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 you know, protect him and look out for him. And it's always the case. You never lose that. Yeah. Yeah. I told Casey now, now Casey's old because the youngest is 40. <laughs> uh-huh. and that's all it's like us here on the President Steve show. We're, we're not, not old. old. No, we're not. Until Marissa turns 40. Right. <laughs> no, no, I'm, then... I'm, I'm legitimately old. <laughs> well, no, but you, you're not really. When yeah. Marissa's 40, then we're yeah. old. There we go. Just, All uh, right. Not too far You know, off. let's say this. You're only as old as you feel. Absolutely. And if we're still young enough to remember <laughs> the incredible television work of Corbin Burnson, yeah. then uh, we'll I say we're young. still in the game. Yeah. We'll always be young. Yeah. Game. But it's funny when, you know, when I say my little brother, like, oh, wow, how old is he? He's 40. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't sound like a little brother. But, but remember uh, how old the pyramids are, and then you'll feel a lot better. Yes. Oh, <laughs> thank you for that perspective. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. And uh, what city's area code is? And I think the, the proper way to phrase this <laughs> would be what city's area code is uh, is appropriately three, two, one. 
That make more sense? Sure. That makes more sense. Or what answer do we have? 215-263-WMMR, yeah. the number, and I will go to Mark. Mark, good morning. Good morning. Mark, what uh, city's area code is appropriately 321? It's Cape Canaveral, Florida. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Now you see where we're going. Yes, that is correct. Mark, hang on a second. We will get your information, and we are going to set you up, my friend, with uh, some tickets to, in fact, four pack of tickets for the Dodge NHRA Nationals at Maple Grove Raceway, September 13th through the 16th. One grand prize winner will be uh, getting pre-race ceremony backstage access, and you can visit maplegroveraceway.com for tickets and information. Nick pulled up the area code 321. It's the area code for Brevard County, Florida, and Seminole County, Florida. Uh, it's been used since 1999, was assigned uh, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, but just because you have the right answer doesn't make it the right answer. Well, it says the code refers to the countdown sequence, which has launched many spacecraft from Cape Canaveral. So, so you rephrased it properly. Yep. And that makes Yeah, but sense. does it mean that it's the area code for Cape Canaveral? It just refers to that. No, it is. No, it is. If you, if you call right. Cape Canaveral, Cape Canaveral that's the number, is yeah. in Brevard, uh, Brevard County. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, so, all right, anyhow, um, what's that? Told you. Told you so. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Shut up. This was sad news to hear. Burt Reynolds passed away. He was 82 years old. The actor suffered a heart attack uh, yesterday in Florida. He was transported to a hospital after going into cardiac arrest. His family was by his side when he passed. Uh, The 911 call made just afternoon revealed a male caller telling emergency operators that Reynolds was experiencing trouble breathing and had chest pain. He was awake but not answering questions. Uh, he had had heart problems for years. He underwent major heart surgery in 2010. Yes. Um, and uh, so this was too much for him, and he passed, unfortunately. So I was a Burt Reynolds fan throughout my life. I remember a show on ABC years and years and years ago called Dan August, and the big sell of the show was that he was a former stuntman who did all his own stunts in the show. Mm-hmm. So, like, he'd go into a convenience store by diving through the window. You know? <laughs> so, uh, and it was it made no sense at all. In fact, if you ever look up the, the on YouTube, the opening credits, There's not one second where he's just standing there. He's just jumping through walls and stuff like that. Um, And then from there on, he was, I mean, there was a point at which he was the box office king for like six years standing. Before he got into acting, he was actually a very talented college football player. Yes. He played at Florida State. He had a car accident that injured his knee and he had to give it up. Yeah. And he, you know, he had plans of going pro to try to become a professional football player. And he decided to give acting a shot. Did a lot of TV stuff. You remember things like Gunsmoke, Steve. Ton of, ton of stuff. Gunsmoke, he was on a show with Darren McGavin where they were like riverboat gamblers and yeah. stuff like that. So he had he had a long history and then um, you know, Deliverance kind of blew him into the uh, into the, uh, the the mainstream. Well, we're we're looking at a picture of him at Florida State and he played when there was no face mask on the helmet. <laughs> yeah, that's how long ago he played football. It's a, a yeah. very good looking guy. Obviously, he had. I remember he uh, used to talk about having uh, being of Cherokee descent, so he had sort of uh, you know uh, well defined features. Yeah. And uh, you, Preston, in the seventies and. Well, my God! I mean, early '80s, he 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 dominated. Not only was he was he dominating the box office, but he was the heartthrob. He was the guy, and that, that, that men wanted to be the, like, and exactly. women wanted to be with. He that was him, man. And that detonated with the not, or, or exploded, you know, all over the world with that Cosmo centerfold with him, yes, on a bearskin rug, yes, with his uh, arm attacked, uh, tactfully, just you know, covering yeah. his junk. 
He and in fact, uh, yesterday Ryan Reynolds uh, he, uh, for for Deadpool, yeah, yeah, had had lampooned that picture. And yesterday, Ryan Reynolds posted the uh, the picture of Bert and then Deadpool dressed in the same way, and basically said he did it first, he yeah. did it better. He did it naked. It was somewhere along those lines. So. The thing with Reynolds was that was always good. And, you know, we, we talked about, like, Mark Summers and the, you know, and, and the yeah. exchange on The Tonight Show and all that stuff. And, you know, it, Bert could be irascible. But he also always seemed to be kind of a, he, like, a, 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 so he was self-deprecating. He he always had, a, there was a jokiness to a lot of what he did. That's what made Deliverance such an amazing performance. Deliverance is one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And he is the badass with the... Uh, uh, with the bow, the, you know, they're, they're, yep, the, right, it's just right. amazing stuff. Seemed kind of like a dick, though. Uh, you know, Did, so with the Mark people? Summers thing, well, there, was he, a, there was a red carpet thing. He had a swagger to him, and, uh-huh. and he had, and he had uh, definitely ego. Um, yeah, but people who loved him, like you know, like yeah. he was a loyal friend to a lot of people, and, and it depends on what Bert you were getting, but it was the same sort of same sort of legend that followed Johnny Carson. Yeah. I went back, Steve and I were watching some clips before the show, and we'll play uh, a couple here this morning, but uh, <laughs> I went back and, and delved into uh, the Cannonball Run uh, outtakes. Yeah. And him and Dom DeLuise, there was a stretch where he and Dom DeLuise did some movies together, and they were a great Martin and Lewis type of... Uh, and they were they were best parent. friends. And they were great. Yeah. But, but they're in these outtakes... <laughs> were you slapping him? When Dom DeLuise would mess up lines or, could, or couldn't stop laughing, yeah. he would hit him yeah. in the face. I he know. would smack yeah. him, and it, it and would it make him laugh He'd be laughing more. more. He'd go, please don't hit me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's great stuff. Let's play some clips, all right? Yes. Uh, because Steve and I, let, let, let's play, okay, we'll, we'll play a couple first of, of some well-known known ones. Boogie Nights, damn it, he was amazing at it. It really revitalized him as a serious actor, I think. I think he won the Golden Globe. He was nominated for a number of awards. He did not know what to make of this movie. In fact, he hated it. He hated working on it. No kidding. Until he realized later on, as the accolades started to pour in, that um, he, um, you know, he had misread it. But his performance as this sort of father figure to the the porn industry of the seventies is just amazing. Yeah, it says here that he was uh, he was he won the Golden Globe for uh, actor in a supporting role for a motion picture for Boogie Nights. Uh, was he nominated for an Oscar? He was, yeah, that? yeah, yeah, right, yeah, up here is nominated. Yeah, nominated for that. Yeah. for that. Let's play a clip from Boogie Nights because he was just incredible in it. So what I'm trying to tell you, Eddie is that it takes a lot of a good old American green stuff to make one of these things, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, you've got your camera, you've got your film, you've got your lights, you've got your sound, you've got your lab costs, you've got your developing, you've got your syncing, you've got your editing. Before you turn around, you spent maybe twenty, twenty-five, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 on a movie. That's a lot of money. <laughs> but you asked for this. But if you make a good one, there's practically no end how much money. <laughs> there's a scene later on uh-huh. where um, uh, Dirk Diggler, Mark Wahlberg, has left, has gone off on his own, sort of betrayed Jack, who's Burt Reynolds, and sort of comes back in, in with back. contrition. And the, yeah. that scene yeah. in its bizarre deal is is almost heartwarming that yeah, paternal yeah 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 sense and and the one where where diggler wigs out and and he wants to do the scene right now right right like wait hang on we got to get everything ready and they finally have it out that's that, it yeah that one was amazing to me 
Uh, so he was incredible in that. And uh, just skyrocketed as well with Smokey and the Bandit as far as pop culture goes. So there's a clip of him describing his what is his biggest selling movie of all time, box mm-hmm. office wise, and his, what he believes is his best movie. If you, I don't know if you, what you have queued oh, up here. Uh, I don't know if that's Smokey and the Bandit oh, no, no, describes, describes yeah. uh, biggest yeah. and best movies. Here we go. Well, Smokey and the Bandit was the biggest commercial picture that I was ever in. Deliverance was the best film I ever did. And for me, gave me a credibility as an actor. Do you remember when Smokey the Bandit hit the theaters? It, I mean, it's, it was singularly responsible for the non-truckers purchasing CB radios. Absolutely. It was, it was a nationwide... Yeah. Uh, phenomenon. phenomenon. We had, I had in a Mazda, yeah. a tiny Mazda. My yeah. father had a 14-foot antenna on the back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can you we- explain to me the, the premise of this movie? Because yeah. it's been so long since I've seen it. I just... <laughs> it was, there was, there was a re- really rich guy who wanted to, to place a bet just for fun. He had, he, and and it, he did it for thrills. And he knew that Burt Reynolds was a, was a former driver or racer or yeah. something like that. Kind of, kind of a... Kind of a, a a, a scoff law. Yeah, so okay. they they had I forgot where they started, but they had to get to Texarkana, yeah, which is on the Arkansas Texas border. They had to cross in, they had to get beer and bring it back, which I think was illegal to to go and purchase beer and bring it across state lines and bring it back. I'm not 100% sure. So, so the guy they who, had a certain amount of time that they had to get it back. Okay. By. The guy who wrote it and directed it was Hal Needham, legendary screen actor Hal Needham. So if you see the movie Hooper, where he's playing a stuntman, he's yep. playing basically Hal Needham. So that's why okay. this movie is full of 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 real time car stunts. Yes. Okay, so hang on. So he's God, just that Trans Am was awesome. He's too, just running man. beer press. That's it. Yeah, well, yeah. but what really there's a, there, there's a secondary plot that's also sort of a main plot. Is in the interim he encounters Sally Field, who's ran away from her uh, wedding, yep. and they fall in love. Yeah, exactly. But but the, the 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 whole idea of getting there and back was to go get this beer and bring it back, and they had to fill up the truck full of it. And that's why Jerry Reed was the snowman. He, right. was, he was the guy driving the truck. Break him, yeah, break and, the and, and the bandit was uh, to uh, take the cops off of of the truck. Okay. So he would come flying by, and the cops would stop chasing the truck, and they would chase him in the car. And it was Jackie Gleason. And he would get away. He would get him away. And, and the football and player. And Jackie Gleason crossed, went through, the, he went out of his jurisdiction. Yeah, he yeah. got so pissed off. Because his son was the one that was with Sally Field. Yeah. So it was a personal thing. And his son was an idiot who called him daddy. Well, uh, that's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, daddy. That's right. We have a clip All right, here's of them uh, as, they, as these rich guys go to hire the bandit. See, son? Old legends never die. They just lose weight. Like a legend and an out-of-work bum look a lot alike, daddy. <laughs> bandit, me and my son are here. Oh, I love your suits. It must be a bitch getting a size 68 extra fat and a 12 dwarf. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I'm going to play a clip of a movie that Steve and I had forgotten about or had forgot about this scene until we started watching. It's a movie called The End and... um, so he he uh, he directed it. Yeah, he's yeah. he's, a, he's a, and I forget who the great the great comedic writer wrote the script for it. But this is this is uh, Burt Reynolds' directing debut. And you're right, Preston. It's a guy who's terminal. Yep. He, so he's he, trying to make amends, and and he decides he's going to take his own life. Right. So he can 
he's got a daughter, and I think he wants to leave her yeah, yeah. money or what. Anyway, so so he goes through the whole movie trying to kill himself. He keeps it, chickening out every time. It's a super dark comedy. Yeah. It turns out a lot of the people in his life are, are just kind of dicks. Yeah, yeah. And, and spoiler alert, at, at the this is the end of the movie, okay? So he... <laughs> He sw- he's going to do it this time. He's yeah. absolutely going to do it. He swims out into the ocean farther than he can thinks he can make it back, and he's just going to drown himself. And while he's there, he kind of almost has this baptismal moment. He goes down in the water, he comes back up, and he thinks about his life, and he realizes he I want to live. I want to live. He yeah. yells. It's very emotional. It actually. is. Yeah, yeah. But on the way back, when he's, <laughs> he's swimming, <laughs> he's thinking, and what you hear is going on in his head, because uh, uh, he, he starts making these promises to God. Yes. Oh, Okay, yeah, yeah. my cousin was literally just telling me about this movie. He's like, oh, I'm going to totally change. And, and on his way back, <laughs> as he gets closer to shore, he starts rethinking everything uh-huh. that he's sworn to God. I, like, there's yeah. a point where he's like, I'm going to donate all my money. to Because and, and, yeah. he realized he swam out really far, and as he's getting closer... 30 percent 30 percent because i do have bills I have and there are things <laughs> and it, but it, it goes on and this is one of my favorite we were howling oh, this morning with this uh, yeah so funny here we go oh god let me live and i promise to obey every one of the ten commandments i shall not kill i shall not commit adultery i shall not i uh, I'll learn the Ten Commandments, <laughs> and then I'll obey every f-ing one of them. <laughs> Just get me back to the beach. <laughs> so funny, man. There's a scene where he's talking oh. to Robbie Benson, who is a young priest, and he's doing his confession. He's talking about all his sexual conquests, and Robbie Benson takes the the little white piece out of his colonies clicking it on his teeth mm-hmm. and you just see him on the other side of the of you know in the priest booth go holy ass <laughs> yeah what he's listening to um some of some of the other films you may have forgotten about uh, that he did uh stroker ace stroker ace in fact i think it was um who had mm-hmm. uh tweeted out maybe it was or you know there obviously a lot of people were um uh, paying their respects dale earnhardt uh, Junior wrote, uh, Stroker Ace was born to race. Much respect to you, Burt Reynolds. The Longest Ace. Yard. The Longest One Yard. One of my absolute oh, favorites. Man. Love the original Longest Yard. The best little whorehouse in Texas. Hooper. Yep. A movie called Best Friends he did with Goldie Hawn, Starting Over, which was a really l- sort of light comedy with uh, Candace Bergen and Jill Clayburgh. Okay. And uh, Gator. The Man Who Loved Women. The Man Who Loved Women. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, there was a lot of stinkers that he was in. Sure. You know, especially later on. Yeah. But uh, remember that movie called Fuzz, where there were there were cops. I think Rock Welch was in it too. Barely, yeah. Uh, but I did like Best Friends. That was fun. With yeah, on. it was very fun. Yeah. And he was also in a silent movie, the Mel Brooks yeah. movie. He was also in um, Everything You Always Wanted to Know About Sex, the movie that Woody Allen did. Correct. Correct. It's funny because from my perspective, I was just after his height. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's when I started watching movies, and so really, my appreciation for Burt Reynolds as an actor came with Boogie Nights. But my appreciation for him and his life. A lot of it comes from Norm Macdonald. And, like, his great. his impression oh, of yeah. Burt made me like Burt more. And, On Jeopardy especially. I, well, the Celebrity Jeopardy stuff, it just, it, like, it was such a silly rendition of, of Turd Ferguson and Burt Reynolds, but it was... It was all. It was kind of a loving homage to him as well. Oh, Norm Macdonald is a huge Burt Reynolds fan. That's what made it that much funnier. But but the whole uh, with uh, he he did the gum thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, chewing yeah, imaginary yeah, gum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had uh, what, what uh, another sad note. I mean, he had been 
pretty damn frail the last several years. Yeah, yeah. And you really hadn't seen him much on an occasional interview, but he was cast uh, for Quentin Tarantino's uh, Charles Manson Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and oh, he, he didn't get to shoot his scenes. Aww. Yeah, unfortunately, that would have been one more. I'm sure it would have been great too. One more uh, piece of uh, of uh, work from him. Um, but, uh, you know, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, Margot Robbie, a lot of, lot of big names in that, which would have been cool. You know, also, uh, posted Frank Grillo about, uh, you know, our friend, uh, Frank Grillo posted about, he just, uh, that was an icon. Burt Reynolds was an icon for him, you know, getting into the business. You want me to go to this call? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to Stephen who worked with Burt not too long ago. Hi, Stephen, you're on the air. Good morning. <laughs> What's up, dude? Hey, happy Friday, guys. Yeah, I, uh, I did a, um... Uh, aftermarket car insurance commercial with Bert not too long ago, and uh, I'm in my uh, late 30s, so he was a bit of a hero of mine from Smokey. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I met him, he was like you just said; he was very frail. He needed to be helped around, but uh, he still had the iconic Bert Reynolds growly little voice. And uh, you'll be happy to know that he still had his wits about him and he was still sharp because he did not skip a beat to hit on the makeup lady and her daughter. Beautiful. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's I classic. Would, I, I, that's the way I want my Burt Reynolds. <laughs> you know, he had, he had, yeah, he thanks, was a, had a long-term relationship with Sally Field. He had a really a horrible split where he was married to Lonnie Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a nightmare. And then he had some sort of jaw issue. Do you remember that, Preston? A what? There was some sort of jaw issue. That condition, I forget, it's, it's, a, it's a letter... Yeah, TSD or something. I don't know what the hell they call it, but it prohibited him from eating. And he he a lot of people thought he had um, uh, AIDS, that he had, uh, you know, uh, the oh, HIV really? uh, situation going on. But it was not the case. But TMJ. Oh. That's that, it. I think yeah. that's it. Yeah. And uh, that that uh, that really wreaked havoc on him physically. Oh, man. Wow. Well, it's uh, it's sad news, but, he, you know, he left behind a, a great legacy. And some of those movies are definitely worth your time. Uh, to go back and take a look at, especially Boogie Nights, man, that's over twenty years old now. Can you believe that? Listen, and Deliverance, what an amazing piece of work! Deliverance is a masterpiece, it a is. staggering masterpiece. It's a brutal movie, of course. Everyone knows classically the, the Ned Beatty uh, yeah. being rape sequence, but that Squeal. that that scene is so tense because there is when that's going on, they cut that you know, and this is all happening. They cut through the the woods, and you can see through the trees. And there's Reynolds there, and he's got his hunting bow with this huge hunting arrow on it. Yep. And he's he's it, it, you know he's got the line of sight. He shoots the arrow, goes right through the one hillbilly. It's wild. Yeah. And then the whole what the whole movie is is we got to dispose of these bodies. We got to cover this over. We yeah. can't we can't bring this to the local uh, to the people because they're all relatives. They're yep. they're gonna they're gonna tear yep. us apart. Yep. Yeah, it did was, this? I'm sorry, it's a did scary this, ass. It movie, is a man. scary movie. Yeah, in a way that you're not used to being scared. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Did this song exist before this movie? No, no. It was for the movie. Get out. No, yeah. Okay. Pre- pretty sure dueling banjos. That's my belief. Yeah. Yeah. In that scene, by the way, a little footnote about that movie in uh, dueling banjos. The guy playing the uh, the banjo, who was supposed to be look like an inbred. Yeah. Um, those weren't his hands. They actually had a real banjo player. Put his hands up around the guy yeah. and play the banjo. I never knew. Doing it. They yeah. did a great job. Yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, sad news. Well, listen, we're going to do the entire entertainment break just about Burt Reynolds. Um, a couple of uh, real quick things, and we got to get to the clip. Some other people that were um, uh, paying their respects. Sally Field uh, had uh, released a statement and said, There are times in your life that are so indelible, they never fade away. They stay alive even 40 years later. My years of Burt never leave my mind. He will be in my history and my heart for as long as I live. Rest, buddy.
Uh, Dolly Parton, who worked with him in Little Bessel Whorehouse. Not in only Texas. worked with him, they they had a thing for a little while. Did was, was, they? The, was really? the rumor, yes. Uh, she said, Oh, how sad I am today, along with uh, Bert's millions of fans around the world, as we mourn one of our favorite leading men. You will always be my favorite sheriff. Rest in peace, my little buddy. So he, and I will always love you. That song was written not to the character in the movie, as the legend goes, but to Burt Reynolds. Because no she was married. And she wrote it. And she, you know, she did. Didn't, uh, yeah, so she wrote it for him, basically. Wow. Uh, Mary Lou Henner, who was in uh, The Man Who Loved Women, yeah. uh, said, no, not Burt Reynolds. He was the most generous, talented, special man and co-star and friend ever. I loved him so much and was lucky to work with him five times. Uh, so many great memories. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger wrote, Burt Reynolds was one of my heroes. He was a trailblazer. He showed the the way to transition from being an athlete to being the highest paid actor, and he always inspired me. He always had a great sense of humor. Check out his Tonight Show clips. My thoughts are with his family. Yeah, like the one where he's <laughs> Mark Summers. He gets into a Mark that, Summers. That was cantankerous, bro. It was, yeah. man. I'm curious as to, listen, I'm sure Mark is not happy that he's dead yeah, or yeah. anything like that. Yay! Yay! <laughs> no, that's not. But Mark did not like uh, Bert at all. They had, uh, they had some... Uh, I'll tell moments. you what. When I saw when I saw that footage, yeah. I I definitely thought a lot less of Burt Reynolds. I agree. Yeah, that. yeah I agree. Um, so eighty two years old. Sad news. All right. Um, we have clips. Yeah, let's do. We this. do. Yeah, let's go ahead and do clips now. So the Iron Fist uh, in that series, a boy who survived a mysterious plane crash is rescued by warrior monks and eventually becomes a warrior himself. Uh, here, Simone Missick talks about her new role in the show as she brings a new character into season two. Here we go. Well, not being on season one of Iron Fist, it was um, coming into a new family. I wouldn't call it a challenge, but I would say that it's always interesting having a different showrunner. Yeah! So it's all part of the Netflix Marvel run, Preston, and I really enjoyed Iron Fist season one. Is... Alice Eve, uh, does she on this show? Or she's, I saw her, uh, I, uh, I follow her on Instagram and I saw that she's in some she, uh, she, superhero series and I thought it was Iron Fist. Maybe uh, it could be. Uh, I, the, the new season is premiering soon. They just, they just, Luke yeah. Cage. Yeah, You're right. she's in Iron Fist. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so. Uh, she got yay. three episodes apparently. Uh, the second season of Iron Fist comes to Netflix today. Let's do the next clip. The Nun. Is about a malevolent force that takes the form of a demonic nun and haunts uh, a fellow nun and priest. Mm-hmm. Here, Tasia Farmigia talks about how she approaches her performance in horror entertainment. Yes, it's a horror movie, but, you know, as an actress, we're just approaching it as real life, as a character. Yeah. So, for me, it's not like, okay, focusing, I have to play the fear. You're focusing on, oh, no, is someone around the corner? Oh, no, what's that noise? Is someone behind me? Like, so naturally, your body starts feeling that, that anxiety, that tension. So the yeah. fear just comes naturally. How scared. How <laughs> <I> scared. <laughs> the Nun uh, premieres in theaters tonight, by the way. No, right. thank you. <laughs> uh, it's not for you, huh? <laughs> I I just get too scared. I just can't. Mm-hmm. It was I, the... I want to like it. Okay, so I was watching the Eagles, <laughs> the Eagles game from home last night, and they aired this commercial a dozen times uh-huh. in the first half. And I, every time I was like, uh, no, no, turn no. the TV off. Really? Oh, just a commercial alone. I was like, forget it. Well, you need to see the, well, no, you don't. No, I don't. You just said, yeah, but <laughs> the, the, this character of the nun makes her first appearance in The Conjuring 2. I'm out. A- and really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a sequence in a, a, a... The great thing about the Conjuring press, you talk about having just regular rooms that when the lights are dim, suddenly, what's that in the corner? You yeah, know, and, and yeah. that's... Like, I don't want to know what's in the corner! 
I watched one of these by myself, and like oh I was like, God. why am I doing this? Yeah. You know, and then you get invested, so I'm like, I want to see the end of it. I, I, I don't like that either. I, <laughs> I watched it, and I watched it with my kids, and there was a couple of scenes in there, one in particular where, in the garage, where it was so scary, my whole body... I could feel it was nothing but like pins and needles and goosebumps. I was like, oh my God, I can't. Oh, I, I, I don't like feeling I, like I, this. It's funny. I don't know what it is. So take the converse. I'm like, I'm exhilarated. I love it. I love horror mm-hmm. movies. I, I love all of that. Especially I love when they, they take something and turn it slightly differently. So I don't like just startle, startle, startle. I got it. It's, you know, okay, they can be fun. Be creative. Be. It put us in a situation where we're not used to being scared and scared. Yes. See, I don't mind watching these movies. It's when I'm thinking about them <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning, yeah, yeah. right? Walking through the quiet, on the way down the steps, dark yeah. with your shotgun. And, yeah, you know that's when I. Don't that's like Preston's it. movie. His horror movie is called Automatic Cat Box. Yeah, that's why I took the shotgun downstairs. Great one story. Day. <laughs> I'm giving you 10 seconds to get out of here. <laughs> and I won't kill you. I was drunk. I want to see you. <laughs> I was drunk. I was drinking, and I had a loaded shotgun. <laughs> Fortunately, the family was out of town. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, Jamie Kennedy will be here. David Tell will be here. Our friends from Deets and Watson and TNF Farmers Pride will be here. That's a, a real Philly Deli tour stop with Casey there in Roxborough. And uh, we got stuff to give away, too. We'll make sure that we do that. We'll take a break. Here we go. Here comes the MM Army. What's going on? Join the MM Army tomorrow from 1 to 3 at Exton Nissan, 200 West Lincoln Highway, for a Metallica ticket party. Save big at Bush during Bush Auto Group's one-day sale with record low prices on new and pre-owned vehicles. Bush Auto Group's Exton Nissan. You'll do better at Bush. Visit BushAutoGroup.com. Hang with the MM Army Sunday at the Deep Purple Judas Priest Concert at BB&T Pavilion, part of WMMR's summer concert coverage, sponsored by University of Maryland, University College, State University, Global Campus. MMR's big friggin' deal. Get two tickets to the Monster Truck Throwdown event on September 15th or 16th at Bridgeport Speedway. Plus two hot dogs and two sodas for just $25. Offer available now through Sunday while supplies last at WMMR.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. I'm going to do a couple of quick chart outs so I don't uh, lose these. Uh, this is, hey, I'm sure there's no way you'll get this chart out on September 7th. Yeah. Ha! Look at me now. Wow. This is from Gina Flanagan. And uh, she says, I wanted you to send what? It's just Flanagan, Blanagan. Flanagan, Blanagan. Uh, ask, send a big juicy chart out to uh, my husband, Kevin. He is the same age as Kathy, which means he's also turning 29. Oh, uh-huh. that's cute. Good. And uh, been a listener since DRE and Y100, and his uh, birthday is the 7th. He loves you guys. Thinks of you as, uh, in the Gary Lauer voice, voice, family. My family. Uh, he met you a few times, and he's the one who sent Kathy her paperclip necklace to remind oh, yeah. her of her uncle. Oh, my God. My family loved that, and they actually bought them. They- and he, he also sent Casey uh, his uh, titanium spork. <laughs> oh! oh! Do you right have here. it right there? Yeah, Very I got it right generous here. person. Are you serious? Some yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh my god, I never noticed That's that. That's great. Uh, I know it means a lot to him to get a shout out on such a big birthday. Thank you, you guys rock. So, Kevin, here you go. <laughs> Happy birthday to you, sir. Uh, here's another one. Can I get a shout out to my oldest friend Ross H, who's getting married later this month to a beautiful girl, Michelle, 
And I'm doing a 100-kilometer bike ride, pedal, not motor, this Saturday in D.C. Much love to Philly. And sorry for bothering you guys at work podcasting every day from D.C. Uh, that is from Sky A, Sky Anderson. So here you go. And then one last one. Uh, hey, Preston, my name is Michael Lavecchio. Avid listener, and have done the cardboard class a few years, but the real thing I'd like to do is give a shout-out to my Battle Swords buds. Battle Swords? Yeah, if you don't know, look up Battle Swords Philly. We are going to be doing a demo of what we do at the Flyers-Devils game on October 20th. I'm excited. We've seen it. About it, and I want to give a shout-out to my Battle Buds. So, here you go. Uh, there you go, to the uh, Battle Swords buds. And yep. shout-out to listener Rob, who I tailgate with, who we've become friends with over the last couple of years. Rob... Saves me a spot in the parking lot every single time. And yesterday I'd forgotten his name, so I remembered it now. Rob, thank you so much. There you go. Yeah, Very buddy. good. Uh, and thank you to the unnamed uh, police officer who let me and Casey drive all the way up to the front of Arana. Oh, uh, really? Oh. So he could drop me off. Yeah. Very uh, nice. Which is really oh. nice. He's like, dude, you guys can't drive over here. And and Casey had recognized him, and he kind of peeked his head in. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm pressing. And he goes, oh, man. <laughs> All right, you guys go down there. <laughs> He's like, you promise you're not acting? You, privileged. I, I know. It was very privileged. <laughs> privileged. Um, but that was, uh, that pri- was, pri- pri- that was pri- nice pri- of him. We don't want to get anybody in trouble, so <laughs> no. we're not going to say No, no, nobody. Nobody did it at all. In fact, you're lying. Uh, but uh, but that was cool. And uh, and by the way, real quick, I, I had a great time going out there to the uh, BMW Championship. You said you were like... Feet away from the top golfers oh, yeah. in the world. I was, there's a picture I have on Instagram of me pointing at Dustin Johnson's Johnson. <laughs> I didn't mean to do it. I was taking a selfie, and he was right behind me, and I was just pointing my finger, and I was pointing at him, and then I realized I'm pointing right at his crotch. Look at this guy's dong. Uh, by the way, Steve, his uh, his girlfriend is uh, Gretzky's daughter. Yeah. That's, uh, is his wife, right? Wife. wife, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, stunning, obviously. Of course. And uh, so that's him. Uh, but but I was I was nary I was as close as I am uh, to Casey to Jordan Spieth and Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy and uh, Bubba Watson and Phil uh, Phil uh, Mickelson and and uh, so Woods uh, Mick Fleetwood Mick, Mick no, Fleetwood no, not Mick, yeah. Tommy Fleetwood I didn't see Tommy, Tommy Shaw and, uh, uh, and Zach Steve John- Perry Zach Johnson and uh, uh, um, uh, all of them. All, the, the best golfers in the world are here right now. So, what was Tiger Woods' uh, demeanor? And because he's having, he's having a, he's having a comeback. Business, yeah, all, business? All business, really. Okay, and uh, yeah, no, uh, just nothing but. He focus. wouldn't sign your ass. I, I didn't say anything <laughs> to any of those guys. Okay, do, right. does, do people? I mean, obviously Absolutely. not. Not while they're swinging. No. But when they're walking by, like, yeah, Absolutely. man. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Not okay. not over the top, but I I almost said something to Jason Day. He's one of my favorite golfers, and uh, you know I, he was. He he was lining up a putt and he walked up. He was maybe three feet away from me. He was that close to the edge of the green. Good luck. And at, well, I I almost <laughs> said you got this, you know, or something oh, like that. But yeah. I just didn't, you know, oh. I, I didn't say anything. Jordan Spieth apparently was in Conshohocken, and anytime he's here, he somehow I don't know if he stays at the Marriott or something, but he always goes out to dinner uh, in, in Conshohocken. Yeah. Wait, what's what's his local connection again? I always forget. His he owns un- guppies. No, <laughs> no, that's. No. That's Robin. Uh, he has family members in the Warminster area. Okay. And they listen to the show, right? Because yeah. we've, we've heard huh. from them from time to time, and uh, Jordan would be a really cool guy to interview. By the way, tickets to that event are pretty inexpensive. Yeah. Um, I, I got them... <laughs> I got I, I got him comped. I just, <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying that? You that part? 
I heard they're like 30 bucks. So it can be. It depends on what day you go. But I mean, that's really inexpensive. And you are among the absolute stars of the game. It's mm. it's phenomenal. Well, so two things real quick. Um, I, I've been going to golf tournaments for a long time, and I had really had no idea how much fun they were until my grandfather started taking them to me, uh, taking them, me to them. And it's they're a blast. And uh, if anybody ever gets a chance to go to one, I, I highly recommend it, even if you're not a huge golf fan. It's just really cool to see these guys up and close and, and personal and mm-hmm. go from hole to hole, and you're seeing some of the most go- uh, gorgeous courses in the world, too. Yeah. Uh, and then the second thing I want to know was if you ran into our uh, billionaire friend, Bruce. I didn't call him. I didn't. I didn't want to bother him. Okay, uh, but uh, he he may have. Been Who is this? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. He may have been out there. But most people are going to go this weekend, and unfortunately, okay. the weather's not looking very cooperative. I know. But Man. but I wanted to go when it was less crowded, and I'm glad I did because I know Aronimic. I've, I've played there several times. I've had the privilege of playing privilege. of playing there, and so I, I wanted to to go and look at the course how it was laid out now, and then I will watch the rest of it on TV which I find is better than being six or eight people deep uh, while you're there. Marissa went there as well for a practice uh, round. I did. I wanted to back you up on the inexpensive tickets. We went yeah. on for practice on, was it Tuesday I went? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they were $10. $10. $10. You, you paid 10 bucks, or did you get them cost as well? I paid okay. $10. Um, but those are really cool days because the guys are actually a little more relaxed and walking around a little more um, And that was your experience. Yeah, 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 exactly. By the way, Marissa owns a BMW, and if you if you own a BMW, you get privileged service. You, there are certain <laughs> oh, seriously? Yeah, yeah. Really? yeah they, they, have a, they have an area just for BMW owners. You show them your key fob. BMW uh, event. BMW oh, championship. So cool. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, actually, I was going to offer you my fob yesterday, but I had to uh, go down to the game. I got you. Sorry. But that's all right. I, and there's air conditioning I, in there. I didn't want to, I wanted to, I walked the course. I wanted to go all around. Well, you got piggybacked. Place, which was cool. Yeah, I did. You're on the air. Somebody gave me a lift. Hey, what's, I'm privileged. Who's that uh, hot gol- golfer you follow? The, the Oh, Paige. Paige Sporanic. Yeah, she's there this weekend. Excuse me? Yeah. Uh-huh. She what have about, we been saying? Oh, I just farted about when you said that. Getting her on the show. Preston. Is there any shot? What? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Don't you have a ticket for this weekend? I do. And you weren't going to go, but now I think you are. Uh, I'm going to the Pickle Festival, though. <laughs> oh, man. Son, you got right. tickets to the Privilege. Are we going to eat pickles Privileged. or Privileged. <laughs> Bring in the pickles. Pickles. Pickle, 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 pickle. The, this is the first pickle festival. What the hell am I looking at? What in is quite that a while. Uh, that's a lady giving birth in a car. We can go past <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> like that do, they, do they do that at the pickle festival? Nick, listen, you if, I pickles. if I would have known she was coming in town, I'll bet you we could have gotten her on the show. Yeah, here we go. Excited. No she, she tweeted this yesterday. Excited to be at the BMW Championship. God uh, who else damn it. Be? Yeah, yeah. I'm, what? what? What do you think? You're going to run into her? Are you going to be best friends? Yes. <laughs> She's so beautiful. She's stunning, and, and she's, she's also a, a great golfer, right? She's a fantastic golfer. I've I've gotten some tips tips um, <laughs> uh, from her in her short game videos that she's done that have actually helped me out quite a bit. She's amazing, and she's also was she was in the uh, Sports Illustrated, yeah, yeah? The most recent Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit issue. Yeah, what, so. what do you think her favorite dinosaur would be? Why? I, I was just wanted right because wanted to be best friend. Okay. <laughs> well, what do you think her favorite non-porn magazine is? Good housekeeping. <laughs> And who would she like to make love to? John Samos. I think. What? Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're like, why did you ask? 
I, I, I'm sorry. Yes. Thank you, Steve. I didn't get it. I saved you. Yeah, I saved you. <laughs> so she's pretty active on Twitter, and she she replies to people who are tweeting at her. So oh, so we definitely could have had it. Marissa. Jesus. <laughs> Ask her to come in this morning. If she can get on the phone uh, to, with us in a little bit. All right, bring the pickles over. Pickles. Pickles. So I brought pickles in because the Pickle Fest is this weekend, and these are pickles that my son Carter and I created. The dill pickle, he... <laughs> He did on his own, but the the gherkins, I uh, I was a big part so of. So if ha- you go to the pickle open next week and you show your homemade pickles, yeah, they give you a, a discount, correct? Mm, probably, yeah. <laughs> so my brother, my brother had a friend who went like a little crazy mm. on <laughs> making pickles and all that. What goes into it? Into making uh, what? Like what? Like what did your son in, do? Explain in what the he brine? did. Well, first you got to make the brine, which is. Uh, uh, you have to use pickling salt. Very, very important that you do that. And things like dill. And, and uh, uh, he put a little bit of jalapeno and uh, some garlic. And Enough jeep jabber. I want a pickle. And then you can, uh, then you have, for for the, the gherkins, they were really hard to make because you have to ferment them. And There's a lot of jerkin. Took several days. So, and first we had to find the, the little uh, cucumbers. Right. And then eventually we found those. And then, then it's a several day process of, uh, of uh, boiling down water and sugar, and uh, you, you have a um, Jesus. You have a cheese clo- cheesecloth bag full of pickling uh, spice, and pickling spice goes into the regular dill pickles as well. And you have to heat it, soak them, put weight on it, let them sit for eight or twelve hours, and then you have to take the liquid back out. You got to no. reduce it down. You got to add more to it, and then you put it back in. You soak them again. You do this over like four days of this process. So it's a, okay, it's a it's a big process. So I have them here. Yes, I who want. Made, who made them, Carter or Parker? Carter, okay. and, and you He's, made the dill, and we did about. He did about 30 jars of these. So we have Holy tons crap. of pickles. Casey, those are the dill. All right, do I have to share these? Oh. Yeah. I'm what's what's the dill? I, you handed me a plate, and I didn't want to share it. Okay, try it, and let me know what you think. Okay. All right, Marissa's going to go pass those around. Body of Christ. And I'm going to have a, uh, I'm going to have a gherkin. Can I eat this? Oh. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous. I know. You don't like pickles. I don't. Yeah. Well, the jalapeno is probably going to bother me. Thank you, Marissa. The smell is uh, setting me off. It's intoxicating. Try the dill. What do you think, Cash? Oh, my God. I love it. Fantastic, right? Yes. Let me ask you a question. He did an amazing job. Is it cheaper to make your own pickles or? Um, And it only takes 50 hours. (laughs) No. uh, Oh, God. The dill pickles, you don't like them, (laughs) huh? Nick loves it. The dill pickles that you guys are eating, yeah. two days uh, of just the you put them you put them in the the brine. It only takes a couple hours. You, and you, you put them in the brine. You leave them for a couple of days. Boom, you got pickles. So you get a craving. You want them. You get the them. ingredients. Slap it together. Boom, you're eating them in two days. Can I get a sip? My Here. daughter. <laughs> try this. Try the gherkin. Do you like? Try sweet? another one. Do you Nick? like yeah. sweet pickles? I'll try. No, I don't like any pickles. Oh, just okay. try circin the gherkin. My daughter loves pickles. I would love to make pickles with her because she also likes to. Uh, <laughs> Kind what, of do stuff in the kitchen. What dad doesn't love to make pickles with his daughter? Yeah, right? Nick, what do you think of the gherkins? No. Wow. No. May I? I yeah. thought the dill was a little um, a little too salty. Phallic. Yeah, this one, This is a salty batch. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right, and then Stevie, try the gherkins. Now, those are sweet. They're made with a lot of sugar. And they're made with love, aren't mm-hmm. they? And That's I think the... I, I think that the the pickle festival is almost sold out. There were only like 40 tickets left, and I bought some the day before yesterday. So. And, and um... Mm. Foreigner is playing there, right? <laughs> Foreigner's playing. <laughs> These are very good. You like that? Very good. The gherkins. Right amount. Some people misjudge the um, the sweetness. Yeah, it has to be a hint. Yeah, not crazy over the top. I don't like sweet pickles, but let me. I want to try one of these. Try one. Yeah, foreigner playing at the playing the pickle festival. Come on, the sounds of foreigner. 
How did we get to Mick Jones? <laughs> and I'm excited to be playing the Pickle Festival. No, I don't want the rest. Well, don't hand it to me. Hey, you have the I just want to be clear that Foreigner is not playing the Pickle <laughs> no, Festival. Just kidding. Oh, and my God, they canceled? Yeah, unfortunately, they've had to cancel. It's my extreme sadness to men. We're unable to play the Pickle Festival. Because we'll be playing in front of the world's largest rubber band ball. Can we please pass the curtain over here? Oh, my God. All right. Did you try the sweet one, Kath? Yeah, it was okay, but I don't, I'm not a sweet pickle fan, so okay. All right. I'm not Sorry. a good judge on that. I just got us some pickle detractors on this side of the board. <laughs> yes, we do. Is this uh, like what would be classically uh, described as a bread and butter? Uh, yeah. well, not, not quite, no. Uh, but I don't really care for bread You and probably butter. won't like it, though, because it's uh, sweet. So what do you think? No. Yeah. I'm going to be burping it up, too. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Do you like foreigner? <laughs> well, you're gonna love pickles. Okay. Um, I the texture of this pickle is really, really good. Okay. I like that texture. Are pickles and olives anywhere in the same family? Why do I hate both of them? Um, well, yeah, I mean, they're olives. I can't understand because I adore olives. Yeah, I, I like olive oil. See, I love pickles and I hate olives. All right, I love them both. Well, olives are pickled. You're complex, so that's part <laughs> okay. of it. Um, so I don't know, but I mean, um, texture wise and taste wise, they're totally different. I think. Yeah, uh, I, they absolutely are. Right. But I mean, like in a salad, like I was having um, salmon salad. But I guess Iron Hill Brewery, when you come across an olive, it's golden. Are you not much a, a fan of vinegar? I uh, guess that Nick? must be it. Yeah. Okay. I don't you know, really salad like... dressings. No. Like, okay. Well, then oh, th- that's it. Go. Yeah. That's I, what it is. It's the the tanginess. You'll that... probably find this gross, but I uh, I don't really put much dressing or any on my salad at all. I don't think it's gross. I just think it's kind of boring. But it is, yeah, it's definitely boring. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of the lighter dressings. I don't. I don't. Some people just. It's yeah. a deluge of dressing. I, Here's I can't. I, I want a hint. I want a suggestion. I want a rumor. Here's what I recommend for salad dressing. If you don't like salad dressing, salsa. Sal- Who wants of, to dance at that your, time? Your, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. I always oh, want to dance. Not the Latin dance. <laughs> on your salad? Uh, yeah. Your, try it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Marissa's nodding to that I'll as try. well. You know what? Salsa on Lucky your charms. Salad. Lucky charms? <laughs> on a salad? It does have really mar- good. does mm. have the marshmallows. Marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they have a unicorn marshmallows now. They added that to uh, Lucky Charms. They did, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't know that. I mean, it's silly. It's just a shape. It's well, they, not like they taste different. They change them and then they uh, they get rid of some and you- add some from time to time. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyhow, I didn't mean to go down that that path. Well, pickle we're just we're glad gonna... we cleared up that whole foreigner playing the pickle festival All thing. Right. It's not happening. I was going to bring up some other things, but. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like pickles? Do you like rock? Who loves pickles? Who here likes pickles? Who here likes to rock and roll? Alright, do you want to talk about something completely Please. off the uh, the beaten path? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see that Ford uh, announced that they're recalling more than 2 million F-150 yes. pickup trucks? No, why? Uh, more than 20 people. They missed them. In the U.S. and Canada have uh, reported smoke or fire coming from their seat belts. Well, what? most seatbelts are powered by uh, electric engines, right? Um, the recall affects <laughs> trucks uh, from the model years 2015 to 2018. And a Ford investigation so found... The, the thing that's supposed to keep you safe is yeah. the thing that's exploding that's, into flames. Yeah. So they found that, that front seatbelt uh, pretensioners... Yeah, they, they, they act all hoity-toity. <laughs> right. Uh, is it pre- I'm your seatbelt and I protect you while you drive. <laughs> I think it's pretensioners. 
That's oh. what I said, right? Well, you said pretensioners. Well, it's the same thing. It's like I mean, it's like, <laughs> it is like two cats. Yeah. Right. Pretensioners uh, can mm, cause. Like my mustache <laughs> and my man bun. <laughs> Double espresso, please. <laughs> I'm pretension. The pretensioners. Pretensioners. I would never do a book on tape. I read them all. Uh, can cause what is called excessive sparks when they're deployed. I would imagine this is deployed. <laughs> no, I like the God, who has been writing this crap lately? <laughs> yeah, but I had my uh, seatbelt deployed. It got pretensioid. <laughs> what are you talking about? The blade. I'm sorry. I can't hear you. I'm at the pickle festival. <laughs> Foreigner just went on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyhow, uh, I almost died getting over here. Uh, no, when uh, it could start a fire in the truck's carpet or insulation when uh, the sparks are deplayed. <laughs> Have you ever had to return a vehicle for um, adjustments? Uh, a recall? Not on a recall. No. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? Yeah, but but things that weren't a big deal. They yes. Just, likewise, they you know, fixed it, and uh, then you got your car back, right? Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I had. Yeah, like uh, you know, a latch in the trunk yeah. or yeah. something like that. But it was never your deployment button. Never the <laughs> deployment button of the pretensions. Oh man, there's so my uh, we're we're not. I'm not allowed to buy a, a certain make of car anymore because of there was a recall on a car that my wife and I owned. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say it's it's not an Audi and it's not a Chevy, yeah. but it's just a different make of car. Yeah. And uh, so there was a recall on the paint. Okay. On the paint? The paint was uh, was just peeling. Uh, it was just a defective paint or whatever. Yeah. And so it was only for a certain color. But our paint was doing the same exact thing that this oh, recall that's was annoying. Right. So my wife goes, she tries to get, uh, and they, they, they missed her, they mammed her, they, they talked, you know, they, they did that they whole. They talked down to her? They talked down to her, and uh, she's like, she calls me up, she's like, we're trading this car in, we're never getting another one, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, and I was like, you know, never, huh. she was pissed. Okay. She was pissed. I can understand that. Yeah. Do you ever see, you ever watch show Life in Pieces? No. So the one woman goes back to this. There is a rattling in this car. There is. I am telling you, do not condescend to me. She's talking to all the mechanics. She keeps bringing it back there. When I drive, I'm telling you. You think I'm a woman? I'm st- that I'm stupid and I don't know cars. It's her vibrator in the glove compartment. Oh my god, <laughs> that's great. Uh huh. That's yeah, awesome. it's very funny. Yeah. No, I told you guys this the story about. My uh, my dad, they had a Toyota Corolla, and it it just wouldn't start. You turn the key, wouldn't start. That's a bad feature. Nothing at all. <laughs> no no response. No clicking. You know. Yeah. And and it sat out there for a couple of weeks. And my dad swore up and down it was something my mom did. She did. She messed that car up. God damn it, that woman. And yeah, and all this and that. And I'm out there with my dad. Oh, shut up, woman. And my dad's a pretty handy guy, so you know he, he would, does surgery. He would try to he would try to <laughs> fix things himself, and sometimes he was successful. And so he's sitting there, he's trying, and I'm sitting in the in the driver's seat. And I'm a teenager. Yeah, yeah. I'm like 14, 15 years old, and he's got the hood open and everything. <laughs> and, and I'm turning the key, nothing. He's God damn it, what the hell's wrong with this thing? And I go, I go, I go, Dad, it's. Uh, the car is in drive, you know, so it was... It wasn't in park. It wasn't in park. <laughs> you can't start a car in drive. I put it in park. I turn the key. It starts. Oh, my you God. You fixed it. That. And my dad. dad comes over to me, and what do you think he says? Don't tell. Yeah. Don't tell your mother. <laughs> well, who left it in drive? 
I don't know. I okay. think probably he did. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I dated a girl one time who, the for some reason, the key, the very tip of the key broke off in the ignition. Oh, man. All right? Yeah. So then the other key, and they had two keys on the key ring. So the everything, and it took them weeks to figure out what was going on, why this wouldn't work. There was so a, only, a little residual piece stopping uh-huh. it from going all the way in. So only one key would work in the ignition, and then the other key oh. would work to open because the door. it was completing the key. Uh-huh. The broken one was uh-huh. the only one that would work. That's yeah. hilarious. Oh, that's but, but the broken one wouldn't work to open the car door. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh man, wow. you know we there was a. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, Dwayne, you know uh, my, my trainer, virtual, yeah. good friend Dwayne. We were we uh, he had rented a Penske truck to do some moving, Preston. Just during a heat wave and moving huh. some gym equipment. You know my famous oh, moved yeah, forty five thousand yeah. pounds. Uh, yeah, can you help me move some stuff? Yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 we're sitting out <laughs> and we're like, God, Dwayne, I can't get this freaking thing. You know what the hell? And so we're calling Penske, you know, all the services on and so forth. But now in his defense. The, the, there is no real park for this deal, you know. So, you, in other words, this particular truck it started up in a different gear, but all you had to do is just move it one click over and turn the ignition, okay. and it started right. But we were sitting there for like an hour and a half uh, in a heat Sweating. wave, uh-huh. kept going to the readers across the street to keep from dying a heat stroke. Right. <laughs> and then there was this one little turn, and it started up. Has he? Um, because I. I figure after that he is indebted to you for a long time. Has he paid off those debts yet? He's, he was by by exponentially. All right. Yes, he is. He's he's, he's kept me alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a text from a guy who's a uh, uh, a mechanic. He said uh, a woman kept coming in complaining of rattling noise coming from uh, the rear of her car. Uh, we found bocce balls in the trunk <laughs> yes. that were rolling around, uh-huh. and that's what it was. Well, a good friend of mine, Joey Cole. It's just truth. He was driving uh, a late night, coming back from a stand-up comedy gig, and he's got. And I swear to God, I think there is a helicopter following me. There, <laughs> there, there is a, and he's he's looking at. He has the window down, uh-huh. and he's like, God, he's he's on a roll road. Somebody, there's somebody following me. Mm-hmm. One of his tires was going flat. <laughs> oh my God, are you yeah. serious? Yeah. And he's and he's. <laughs> there is a goddamn helicopter. Oh my god! Now you have sensors, thank God, because if you just lose a little bit of tire pressure, the little thing comes on. Do you know what blows though? As you go, as the seasons change and it becomes hotter or colder, they they go off like like half a half a pound of yeah, pressure. They have to mm-hmm. Reset it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so they, uh, yeah, this is two million vehicles that they are Jesus. recalling. That's crazy. But that's a, a fire. So, I mean, that's something that's a little bit yeah. more on the You're going to want to fix that. You might want to fix that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Marissa uh, tweeted out to uh, Paige Sporanic yeah. uh, to see if we can get her on this morning. Uh, she's, a, she's a golf pro, stunningly gorgeous in Sports Illustrated. And, and you legitimately, so if, if, she, if anybody can knows her or tells her, Preston, you've come in, besides the fact that she's stunningly gorgeous and, and we love her on, mm-hmm. on that level, you have used... Her her videos for yeah. to improve your golf game. Yeah, the short game. She's yeah. really good at that. And uh, oh, so we I didn't realize she played as well. I thought she was just the girlfriend. No, oh, no, 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 no. She's, a, she's a pro. She's a got golf it. pro. She's not a touring pro, but she's a golf professional. I see. Okay. And she's beautiful, but she, and she's got a lot of followers on on social media. And so if you know her, tweet out to her to come on the show this morning. We'll send a car to go yeah. pick her up right now. Absolutely. Uh, I will leave right now. I will race you there yeah. to get yeah. there yeah. first. Guys, don't yeah. make it crazy. Hey, not gonna call hey, bring. 
some pickles. Yeah, no, she, she <laughs> doesn't bring pickles. Come I on, definitely Kathy. want to play a round of golf with her. That's not going to happen, but yeah. it would be really cool. But she's she's fantastic. So, uh, anyhow, we got to take a break because we have guests and so forth coming up. So uh, let's do that. And the back to school A to Z continues. We are in the S's. I would like to give away some movie passes. Uh, yes. Casey, this one? Yeah, that one. Uh, White Boy Rick is opening on September 14th. We have a screening on the 11th, which is next Tuesday at the UA King of Prussia. Let's take five callers, and we'll give you some movie passes. 215-263-WMMR. stars Matthew McConaughey. We'll be back in just a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Foo Fighters. Allison Chains. God smash. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. Uh, I have bizarre file stories and they're ready to go, so let's get to them. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, this morning brought to you by French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville with everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional information. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? So I'm going to start with a really unfortunate, terrible story. The wife, and you may have seen this, wife and child of a British scientist have been left critically injured after they were attacked by a giraffe yeah. at a wildlife reserve oh, wow. in this is, South Africa. Mm, there was a guy, you remember, you reported about a month ago who was killed when the giraffe reared back and, you know, the way they attack and, uh, and killed this guy. So this is another giraffe attack. Katie Williams, a 35-year-old American, and her three-year-old son, Finn, are in critical but stable condition. Uh, an operation was performed on, on the boy. He's three years old on Aww. Finn during the early hours of Tuesday to release pressure on his brain caused by injuries sustained in the incident. He might have brain damage mm. after this. The family were attacked Monday by a female giraffe 150 meters from their home in the country's northeast. Sam Williams, the uh, scientist, was returning from a trail run on the estate when he found his wife and son being trampled by the giraffe. He was able to intervene and chase the giraffe away. Uh, the giraffe in question had a two-month-old calf, uh, which could have had an influence on her behavior. Oh, yeah. Wait, well, they were so they were walking? They were just outside their house. He was out doing a, a trail run. They believe that they, they might have s- surprised the mother, and the mother attacked trying to defend the Yeah, cat. Williams described the attack as an unfortunate act of nature. Wow. You you need to be careful. It doesn't matter what animal it is, but if it's a mom with the calf, like yeah. you really do need to be careful. I was um, hiking in New Hampshire in uh, August, and we came across a, a moose. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. A, a, a moose calf and her little baby, and... You know, you want to go and get, like, these pictures. Oh, they're adorable. My cousin kept getting closer and closer. I'm like, Bob, don't do that. A moose will kick your friggin' head off. Yes, they will. Well, my brother Uh, did. Without a calf, without a calf or whatever a moose baby's called. Yeah, the calf is the baby. My brother did go to South Africa um, this summer, and he said there are giraffe everywhere. Like, that was the one animal that they just saw tons of. Wow. Uh, so the giraffe, uh, uh, he saw the giraffe uh, and uh, trampling his wife, and, and Jesus. Uh, so they they they're working on him. So hopefully they're going to be recovering from that. A man faked his own kidnapping and demanded eighty dollars in ransom money from his terrified pregnant girlfriend so he could go drinking with his mates. <laughs> he faked his own kidnapping so yeah. he could go drinking. The guy's name is Lee Ford. Uh, staged a series of frantic phone calls to his wife Zoe, uh, claiming his kidnappers would break his legs, cut off his genitals, and throw boiling water over him. If you want to see me, I mean him alive. 
Uh, the alleged kidnap uh, sparked a major 24-hour police operation costing $30,000. It eventually saw Ford's claims to uh, fall to pieces after uh. footage showed him leaving a shop with two friends <laughs> carrying some booze. But incredibly, Zoe uh, has forgiven him for the cruel hoax that saw him jailed for 16 weeks in February and missed the birth of their child. Uh, the 35-year-old at first said, uh, at first, I just thought he was winding me up, but he sounded really scared. The phone went dead, and it rang again. I could hear men shouting in the background, threatening to break his legs and throw boiling water on him. They were threatening to mutilate him, cut off his genitals, and I was panic-stricken. Uh, she was 35 weeks pregnant at the time. Uh, she said he was screaming, begging me to pay their ransom, and I told him I could send them everything I had in the bank over to the account they gave me. So she transferred $80, which was all she had. I believe, actually, they were boyfriend-girlfriend, not husband and wife. Uh, and well, a, you know he's going to be a great dad. So they called the police, and a helicopter went looking for him with a negotiator, and they ended up finding that it was a bunch of crap, and uh, the guy was busted, and he ended up having I'm to sorry. over it. Exactly. Uh, Steve. Yes. San Francisco. Taxi drivers have been told to stop using the streets around the airport as their own personal toilets. Here's what happens, Preston. Yeah. They, they poop on the streets. It's Tony Bennett, yeah. everybody. Hey. I've yeah. been there. You know, I left my heart there. Yeah. But a lot of people are leaving Dookie there. Yeah. Uh, and it's unpleasant. Uh, Seth Morgan, a senior transportation planner at SFO, found a let in a letter. SFO, to- the S stands for what you think it does. Uh, Sam, uh, to the drivers, it said, airport staff have noticed an increased rate of urination and defecation. Yeah, those are the two biggies. In taxi lot number three and nearby stairwells. Uh, this creates yeah. a highly unsanitary condition and a health hazard. But once you run out of steps, there's nowhere to go. Uh, for custodians. My and other staff. Plus a log in the stairwell. Uh, handy. <laughs> <laughs> I left the log in the stairwell. Yeah. That's my follow-up hit. It's not getting a lot of radio traction. Uh, so anyhow, regular patrols through the area are being added during uh, both the day and overnight, including uh, during open lot hours. So. San Francisco is one of the great walking around cities. Yes. And now it's just a dump. you got to watch where you step. Yeah, my God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see. How about this? What was supposed to be a flight to paradise turned into a smelly debacle when a problem arose with the plane's restrooms. A woman aboard an American Airlines flight to Kona, Hawaii, uh, from Phoenix, said passengers were being asked to urinate in plastic bags and bottles. This is as what they're over the Pacific? Yeah. She took a video of a flight attendant asking her to go in a plastic bag. Hey, would everyone be able to piss in these bottles? That'd uh, be great. The woman asked in the video, what do you mean I have to pee in a bag? Uh, I mean, you take your pee-pee out. And you pee in this bag. The flight attendant said they're overflowing. Uh, this one has like this much left, she said, and holding up just a, you know an inch or so. Just, just, a, just a pinch. Uh, the woman who shot the video was too embarrassed to go on camera, but she said that there was an announcement during the flight telling passengers that there was a problem with the bathrooms, and she, she said you could see passengers looking at each other in disbelief. They also had locked two of the lavatories, as far as I can remember, so there was no access to those whatsoever. The woman said only one restroom at the front of the plane was open, but that toilet was overflowing. Are they all... Well, here's what happened. Okay, please explain. Uh, the, uh, the, apparently, a woman with a child had gone in and flushed a diaper, diaper? down uh, the toilet. You idiot! And they said that the, the planes took off with working bathrooms. Yeah. Oh, and apparently, man. this clogged up and caused an issue on the whole plumbing system well, on the plane. Th- then maybe what they should do is look into having independent systems that where if one toilet goes down... 
they all don't go down yeah. like the domino uh, effect. I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, anyhow. By the way, you're, you're flying over the world's biggest toilet. Yeah. All right. And there you go. We're just going to wrap it up right there. That is what I have for you in the bizarre file. Uh, as we break, Casey's giving me this to give away. Yeah, I got a Casey Yards brawler. How about nice. that? Nice. Uh, call number 21 at 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to give you a Casey Yards brawler, 16-ounce pounder cans. You got to bring beer. Uh, but you can't always bring bubbles. Yards Brewing Company has you covered with Brawler, now available in both 12- and 16-ounce pounder cans. Pick up a case at Stone's Beverage at 17th and Fairmont. You have to be at least 21 years of age or older to win this. So call number 21 at 215-263-WMMR. You get Seen it. a lot of happy people this week, but no more happier than this guy that I saw walking out with a case of Brawler uh, who had won <laughs> earlier in the week. Yeah. I think he like won on Tuesday and was here on Tuesday afternoon. It was awesome. That's he great. Was so happy. Nice. A couple of great guests are joining us uh, this morning, gang. One of them will be in next. We're going to take a break. We're going to come right back after commercials. No song, because Jamie Kennedy's here. Yes. Great, man. And we love Jamie Kennedy. He's going to be at Punchline tonight and Saturday. We'll be back with him, so stay with us. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spas. What better way to get back into the swing of things than with a relaxing massage or rejuvenating facial? With 50 locations right in this area, you're sure to find a relaxing spa experience. Introductory services are just $59.95. Visit handandstone.com to find a location near you. Are you ready for love? Steven Singer Jewelers has hand-picked diamonds paired with beautiful mountings to create a stunning engagement ring that's ready to go. Check out his Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Ring Collection online at IHateStevenSinger.com and have it shipped immediately for free, all at the perfect price. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. Hey, gang, it's Preston. Listen, these days, you know how it is. You can get practically everything you want on demand. I mean, it's like our podcast. You listen whenever you want, when it's convenient for you. But did you know that you can even get postage on demand? Hey, all you need is stamps.com. What is that? Well, I'm here to tell you, friends, with stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office and do it right from your desk. All available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You just click, you print, you mail, and you're done, my friend. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale so you can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every single time. Here's what you got to do to get it all, gang. Right now, use Gadzooks for a special free offer. They have a four-week trial that includes postage and the digital scale. So don't wait on this. You want to check it out now. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in the word Gadzooks. Once again, that's Stamps.com and enter Gadzooks. Check this out. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. By the way, feeding our uh, guests who are hanging out in the studio this morning, thank you to our friends at TNF Farmers Pride of Roxborough. They're here with Dietz and Watson, part of the Real Philly Deli Tour. You want to check out Casey's visit to WMMR.com and keep an eye out for his surprise guests. So I just want to thank those guys for bringing in some goods. And we are happy to welcome one of our favorite guests. Any time comes back to town, we've got to have him here. He's going to be at Punchline tonight and tomorrow night, 7.30 and 9.45, respectively. Ladies and gentlemen, Jamie Kennedy yeah. is here. Yo, what's up, dude? Yeah, you guys are so nice to me. Thank you. We try to be. You're you guys, a very nice guy. Do you guys uh, have any more ads you want to do? <laughs> I know, man. You guys are giving out food samples now? Yeah, yeah. we give everything. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We, we even do auto detailing if you want. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. You know, it's, it's what keeps us on the air. So, yeah. When did you get in town? 
Uh, afternoon yesterday. Did you go to the game last night? I did. Oh. You did? I did. But did I you do any? Like everybody uh, was there. Did you do, I call it tail stroking in the heat that, yesterday? Tail stroking. <laughs> uh, no, I was, a, I was a good boy. But oh, yeah. uh, I got there, and then it was like the lightning was nuts. So then we, we couldn't go for a little while. There's a delay for about 45, 50 minutes yeah. before they did the, 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 the... Casey was there. Marissa was there. Yeah. And, um, I it, thought it was weird. Everyone was inside. So, yeah. like, it was... You couldn't move. It was like a mall. Yeah, it was weird. When you get 70,000 people, you go, okay, every... All 70,000 of you want you guys to go wait in the concourse for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It was a little crowded. But, uh... Yep. Do you suffer crowds well? Do you get claustrophobic if you're... Cause, okay. No, I'm fine. You're fine? Okay. Yeah. okay. Where were your seats? I was uh, club level. Nice. I okay, was, so at least you were. I was snoring off somebody's <laughs> club. But uh, I was having a, everyone's in the hallway. I'm sitting there having a wing <laughs> spread out. I'm living the dream. But, do, you get, uh, do you get looked at? I assume you get looked at. Like a lot of people go, I, is that Jamie Kennedy? Um, I, sometimes I get that here. People know me since I'm here. Because they um, know you're, you're local, a lot of people. so But, like, you know, I have this beard last night. Um, somebody thought I was, uh, they called me Homeless Bradley Cooper. That's a compliment, right? I'll take that. I'll take post-car wreck Bradley Cooper. Because, you know, he's at the game. And, uh, was yeah. he there last night? I was no, looking for him. But, no, yeah, okay. from here. Yeah. But uh, it was exciting. Did you yeah. stay for the whole thing? I did, dude. I was like, wait, when this everyone left the suite, I was still chilling. Yeah. I I liked it. Uh, yeah, I um, it started so late, and I'm looking. I, it, it wasn't even halftime, and it was past ten o'clock. I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be a late, late, late night for me. Yeah, so you know, I, you know what happens though with like the the weather apps, you know, because you're looking at the. Um, it started coming down, and it, you could just see that one little cell was over the, the general area. And it was uh, a tiny, tiny was, cell. Yeah. I, I have a dark skies app. And I don't it know took about forty five freaking minutes for it to pass. Though. It did. So, yeah. Something's yeah. going on in the city, though. Like, yeah, How yeah. So? Well, in the last fifteen years, the city has been changing. It's getting much more. You know, there's so much happening here between Comcast and sports, and yeah. food. It's it, the city is evolving and. The Super Bowl win has given as like something is lifted. You know, there's like <laughs> yeah. this tension. Like I got off the plane yesterday, not one, but two people told me, Hey, have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm like, Am I no one has kicked me yet? Nobody's like, Hey buddy, yeah, I'm I was like, I thought I was in Phoenix. <laughs> what the hell? People, we were walking from the the link to like the subway, like where the park where yeah, the yeah. cars are. Not one fight. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Santa Claus was like thinking of coming back. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It, it is, there is something about and there was an article today where a guy's like, Well, I don't know if we could be city of winners because then we'll be like the Patriots and we gotta keep our edge. And I'm like, that is what? Philly so in a nutshell. Yeah. If something right. good happens, well, I don't know how long it's gonna last. <laughs> well, I won the lottery, but it's a lot of taxes. <laughs> exactly. Just enjoy it. It's always just below the surface. Yeah. It's yeah. funny because there was a there was a smattering of booze last night towards the end of the first half. Yes. And I rem- I, I I heard people saying, No, no. Don't boo. We just won the Super Bowl. Don't boo. So there were a lot of people who who wanted to be that Philly. Boo! Yeah. And then other people were like, hey, guys, this is chill, chill. We're, you know, hey, we're maybe winners it now. To Jamie's evolution. It, it, yeah. it, it didn't, but the whole thing about that, you're not the first person who brought that up. The boo happened, like, late. 
like mm-hmm. almost at the end of the second quarter. I mean, that's like an eternity for Philly. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. So, it, it so is. You see that some, as, as a, a major accomplishment. Progress. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, dude, I was walking around the street last night, 2.30. <laughs> was a look going to Wawa. It was nice. I mean, honest to God, there's a, a nice calmness in the city. And well, it's a lot of things happening, but I swear the Super Bowl did something. I think right. you're right. I was yeah. watching the game uh, at home, and they did, they aired this um a uh, video that was narrated by Ke- uh, Kevin Hart about um, the lead up to the Super Bowl win, and, and the montage at the beginning of the video was uh, years and, and decades of frustration, right? Mm-hmm. And so they showed all of the heartbreak over the years and people with angry faces. And then the Super Bowl win happened, and then there's nothing but happy faces. And and then they're panning around the stadium last night, and people are smiling and high fiving one another. And <laughs> yeah. it was a pleasant environment. I know. I pe- people don't know what to do with themselves. Right. But it's 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 good. It's it's a nice. I'm telling you. Man. When you when you when you come to town, and obviously you are from the area, mm-hmm. are there or is there a, a, a group of uh, guys or friends? You just like, hey, we you know this is our thing. We got to hang. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, I have a couple friends here. That I I still see a lot, but sometimes if I get busy, I can't. But yeah, I mean, I go to the same haunts. You yeah, know? yeah. I like to hit up gym steaks. You know, mm-hmm. I go now. I mean, Fishtown's got so many places. La Colombe Coffee. I mean, Fishtown to me is like <laughs> a super. It's like New York City. I yeah. mean, it's so hipster. It's so many great. But the whole city's got pockets of that. Yeah. yeah. North Philly is like. You couldn't go in there. I mean, you want to walk near there 20 years ago. Am I crazy? No, you're not. I mean, now I'm like walking down the street 2.30 in the morning. North Philly, like whistling. Like, where? <laughs> Dude, I remember. This is true. It's the weirdest thing. I'm like, Jamie, I had to walk. Who wants to rob me? No, you're fine. <laughs> I had to walk through FDR Park last night by myself because I left before the game had ended, right? You got one. All right, so All right. FDR Park. You went Park, by yourself. Right? Uh, right. And it was dark. All right. And I was Ooh. fine. I, uh, wow. Yeah, no one? Right? No. no not, not, no one attempted to diddle you. No. Nothing. And, and there were like three deer in there. I was like, what? <laughs> Wildlife is coming back. <laughs> deer, butterflies. Jesus. It's like, I am legend. <laughs> it, no, it really is like, honestly, I was telling somebody, I was like, I've been around a lot of places, and yeah. I do consider this like a top 10, top 15 city in the world yeah. of like it's cosmopolitan great food i was just in new orleans i love new orleans but i mean it gets a little intense around 3 a.m you know <laughs> what does, i mean yeah. and there's some voodoo but philly <laughs> it's got everything food drink it's it's really and it, there's a lot of people in different walks of business fashion entertainment law it, it's on the radar and Big it time. used to be for the longest time that it was not the case and we would always be bypassed and people there's a couple million people here who are going to go see your movie and go, you know, getting celebrities to come into town or, or, or to, you know, to, to recognize the show or the local media here was was a, an uphill battle. But now people realize that Philadelphia is a player. Oh, big time! Yeah, and it's like, but it was on the radar. I mean, like the biggest thing was booing Santa. <laughs> That's I mean, that really was a it. Huge, yeah, I and mean, people would say that. Right, you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. a positive place. Uh, Jamie, I saw on your Twitter account you um, uh, had a little tribute to Mr. Burt Reynolds, who oh. we, we talked about him for quite a while earlier this dude. morning. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I Who's mean, the man? he lived a life. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, I, I just was, that's like one of the last iconic, I mean, he is a man. You Man's know what I man. mean? He was a man. He went in, play girl, he naked. 
Yeah. I mean, at the height of his thing on a weird rug. Yeah, Cosmo. And, and, no one, and he yeah. would still fight you. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he was, but he was a rugged dude. He, like, enjoyed life. I, I said earlier, he was, a, he was a, a man men wanted to be and a man women wanted to be with. 100%. Yeah. And um, a lot of people don't know this, but one of my first jobs is I actually got, I, I got a small role in Boogie Nights. And it, I got a small part in Boogie Nights, and then I got a small part in As Good As It Gets. And they conflicted. Oh. So my agent's like, you got to pick. And As Good As It Gets was a longer run of the picture. So we went with that. And Boogie Nights, I was so excited. I was going to do the scene with Burt Reynolds oh, in the limo. Jesus. And Heather Graham. When they pull up. Yeah. yeah. And the whole thing was like, yo, Burt you know, Reynolds is like going to kick you in the head. Like, you know, because you're, like, messing with this girl. And I was like, yes, that would be, like, a dream come true. <laughs> oh, yes. And I didn't get to do it, but I just, I well, met him once very briefly. And just, he's a, he was the last type of movie star. He's well, just a different type of person. You're exactly right. Those, those like, Beautiful. iconic movie stars at that level, uh, you know, and, and for six years, I mean, he was the biggest thing, uh, you know, top box office male star and and just a just an iconic pop culture figure. Yeah. So I remember him from back. We were talking about the, the shows he did. You know, like Dan August and these these crime dramas. And then he progressed on to Deliverance is a masterpiece. Incredible. But the, I mean, I remember spending a Saturday afternoon with my dad. We went to go see The Longest Yard. Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah. It was just such a great movie. It's you know? insane. I it mean, is... just just awesome. He was a. I mean, he was a top box office star for like six or seven years, and he's just. He was just a dude he aspired to be, but it's like, right now, could Burt Reynolds survive? No. In the world we have. I mean, you know, he, he's, if you look at all the outtakes of all the Cannonball Runs, he's always slapping Dom DeLuise. Yes. Yeah, we were talking about he's that. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, but yeah. like today, he would catch charges for that. Uh, and Dom's laughing, but uh, it's a different, you know. Were you a fan of the movie? Because we love the movie The End, which he directed. Do you remember that movie? I kind of vaguely remember it. I know, but I don't know enough about it. But was it a football movie? No, no, no. no. He's a guy who's, who's going to die, so he decides he's going to commit suicide. Uh, and Don uh, DeLuise is in it as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't, and he directed it. Burton. Yeah, I remember yeah. that movie, but I don't know enough. I can't remember. Sorry who, who, about that. Of the, the Bur- go ahead. The football movie was the longest. Yard. Yeah, that, that was, was legendary. That, that's an and also semi tough. He was yeah, in with uh, right. Mac Davis. Yeah, <laughs> Sharky's Machine. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I just did a movie with John Voight, and you know, and oh they, yeah, they, he was I, in uh, he, 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 he Deliverance. Yeah, he was in Deliverance, and I was like. You know, I pick his brain about that. And it's just what like, was that like? So, I, I mean, I, I, I adore that movie. It's just a masterpiece beyond masterpiece. And John Voight is is this regular guy. Burt Reynolds is the big outdoorsman with the the bow and all that stuff. John Voight is the city guy who ends up having to get them all, get them all, you know, survive. Yeah. But he has subtleties in that performance in that movie that Incredible. are great. What, what, what did he, what did he tell you? Well, about he, I just kind of, I mean, you yeah. know, I didn't get that much out, but yeah. he, he, I mean, that was a rugged shoot. They were deep in those woods and yeah. I mean, it was definitely, I think it was in, I'm not sure where, but I think I want Georgia. to say it was in that part of the world. Yeah. So it was definitely isolated. You know that that river that they're on in that mm-hmm. movie, like after the movie came out, every I'm gonna go do that movie. That that river. It's like level five rapids and about thirty people died trying, trying oh, to really? trying to replicate that uh I would think that movie would deter you. <laughs> Jesus. Go, go Jesus. on the uh That's what Burt Reynolds said in his thing yesterday in the quote he says of all the quotes in all the movies, people come up to him once a day and they say, Hey, 
You got real pretty, Mike. <laughs> that? Did you buy all the stuff you did? He doesn't even get that, though. John I know. Boyd. John it was John Boyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Wow. But he's a legend, man. Yeah. yeah. So who's who's on your bucket list of, because uh, you've worked in a lot of, you know, I tell you, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. We were Last time you were on, we were talking about the, the, the Tremor series, which you're a part of. But who, who are Another some? Another Graboid. Um, <laughs> who are um, some of the iconic actors that you, um, that are still in your bucket list? I mean, jeez. I mean, Al Pacino. Yeah, that would be incredible. Yeah, you know, um, you know, I would love to work with Sandra Bullock. I mean, you know, I saw, I saw you play a serial killer one time. I forget what show it was, uh, and you were you were great. I mean, you were really solid. I, do, you, do you like doing the the the, the oh, drama? Criminal Minds? Criminal Minds. Yes. That was it. Do you, do you, is that cool I, for you to take that the, the yeah. dramatic sign out for a spin? Yeah, totally. Because it's like you, you know, they actually are pretty good about that. They're really good about casting against type. They give comedians a shot. Yeah, it was cool to see you doing that. And uh, Frankie Munez did one, and I was like asking him about it. He's like, yeah, man, you can stretch and nobody expects it. So, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. And it's, it's, people don't expect it, you know, yeah. but comedians are always one move away from being a psycho, I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Great. probably true. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I fell down a YouTube hole the other day, Jamie, uh -oh. and it was, uh, it was outtakes from various movies, and there was a whole series of outtakes from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back with, uh -huh. with you and Chris Rock. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> You you play his assistant and he keeps calling you cracker and, and one thing after another. Yes, and um, we we've uh, really developed a love affair with Step Brothers over the last few years, and the outtakes from Step Brothers are almost funnier than the movie themselves. Yes, I love outtakes from movies like that, and and of course I love Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, the movie in its entirety. But there's something about comedians making each other lose it on set that just kills me every time. Yeah, I was really that, that movie was so crisp was so he was making up so much stuff and he's was like he? he was like hey all the stuff about boogers like i'm like here's your coffee sir it's like any boogers in it <laughs> and i was like i didn't know he's gonna say that i'm like no there's no booger shit <laughs> take a sip you know and he yeah, was yeah. like i bet your daddy knows there's boogers in it like he was just making up and that was i usually don't break and he was just killing me because i yeah. didn't know he had this whole booger rant and how the booger was really to keep him down as a director. Yeah. It, like, it, it was awesome. That's great. But it was a whole day. But you can actually see in that movie me going kind of like... smirking <laughs> 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 a little bit. When, when you have a chance... You know, you talk about working with John Voight, and, and you've, you've worked with so many great people. When you work with, with legendary people like M. Bowfinger, Steve Martin, and, and, uh, and uh, Eddie Murphy... Is, do you try to get to know him a little bit, or you know what I mean? Is that hard to do? Are you working? You know, bro, this is such a deeper conversation, but I'll try to be brief. That's all right. I, I tell you, man, I came up in a time. There's still people I don't, I don't, I don't even talk to. Like I feel them out. I let them. I feel their energy. You know, I let them come to me. I, I'm very like. Is, is it a respect thing? Like you're like you're. All, it's not your place. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's. I mean, you grow up watching people. You grow up idolizing people, and there's the the business has changed in the sense where I I would I would never talk bad about anyone. Yeah, or, and like, but it's weird. Social media, people like mm. leave comments at other people, and then in our own business, and it's bizarre to me. So when I get to work with people like that, I'm like, you know, whatever they need, get them a coffee. Just I listen to them, and I try to take their lead. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I try to talk. I try. I what I really try to do is just try to be as 
unannoying as possible. Oh, really? <laughs> but yeah. you're, 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 an e- you're an instantly likable, affable guy. So Thank I you. assume that would make it for, for, especially, they're probably inundated with people who want to show their wares to them when you're at, like, Steve Martin and, and, and Eddie Murphy. I bet you a lot of people are always trying to, I'm, I'm going to wow them. I'm going to wow them. Yeah, I, 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 I can imagine. It's like there's people today, you know, I don't, I don't, I wait, you know, I kind of fill them out because I, they, they, I, the last thing people like that, when you have people all around you and people want to talk to you, they don't want to talk. I don't. Right. Mm. I know after I do a show for like an hour, I come off stage. The last thing I want to do is talk, and people are like, yeah. "So where did you where did you grow up? Wow, what did you eat today? Are you gluten free?" It's like I'm dead. It's yeah. like and and if people are you know those yeah. guys are such iconic things that people come around them. Just the main thing they want is peace, and then let them. You're and right. Most comedians are chill off stage, and like because they do it. Yeah, like I don't. I like on in life, I'm boring unless I get like triggered. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like you, get, you need to get triggered. No, I yeah. can get when I get mad. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> but 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 you you know you get it out. So so, yeah. so it, like at the end of the, so we do almost five hours when we're doing the show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of talking. So it be, it, and it be, it's almost like a Christian Science reading room after the show is over. <laughs> Everyone, yeah, I know that's yeah. so talking. funny. Yeah, but yeah. that's because you get it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I completely but hear that. I like Steve. I got to know a little bit. He was he was awesome too. He's me. notoriously a fairly quiet guy. Yeah, but he's him. he's great. If you say something, if you make him like he made me do a joke because he knew I was like <laughs> you know a comic, and he's like. Go ahead. <laughs> Try a joke. Really? At lunch. And I'm like, ah. and he's like, nah, go ahead. Oh, and I'm man. like, look, you got shoot or shoot. So, like, it was like I was early in my comedy career, and yeah. I was, like, talking about, like, you know, my dad, he's from the South, and he never gave me the sex talk. Yeah. And my, I was with a girl, and my dad's like, hey, Jay, did you go out that girl last night? Well, she's a cute little girl, isn't she? Did you, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. And he he laughed. He laughed really good. And I was like, okay, I did it. And I was like, that's it. That's all I can do. One joke. I got to laugh. And he's that's like, that's great. And he said, he's like, that's good. That's a nice. good joke. Yeah. Oh, man. And I was like, yeah. And that uh, was, uh, <laughs> was just because, but, but he said it. I had to do it. And it's so. And you'll carry that with you for your entire for the rest of my life. life. Yeah, yeah. We, had a, a phone, we had yeah. a phone interview with Robin Williams and I we, and said something. I would love to have had him in the studio eventually, uh, but obviously that's not going to happen. But uh, and he chuckled at something I said, and 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 we've been interviewed about the 20th anniversary of the show this whole year, and I bring that up every time because it's like, oh my yeah. god, you made yeah. it's just it's it's like somebody you you admire their capability and talent so much, and then you are able to do that for them. It's an amazing thing. Yeah, man, it's. I, you know, if comedians, I don't ever trust a comedian. They don't laugh. You yeah, know? yeah, I've yeah. met some of the greatest ones ever, and they all laugh. So that's think, the big secret: is that you, you, you enjoy laughing. You yeah. get into this. You become a comedian because you enjoy laughing, and you want to pass that forward. Well, there's more of that, but it's more like you know. Your mom didn't hug you too. There's a little bit of that. A little bit of that. <laughs> and, and your father whistled when he talked my about sex. Was, my dad. I was like, Dad, I love you. He's like, I love you, dude. Get me a pack of cigarettes. Now, <laughs> but I love you. But give me a beer. Uh, <laughs> it's Jamie Kennedy, if you're just tuning in, who's going to be a punchline uh, tonight and tomorrow. That's uh, shows are seven thirty and nine forty five. You've done. Have you done punchline before? You've done punchline, right? No, I haven't. No, okay, uh, cool. Uh, 
but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's down in that area. You were talking about Fishtown and all that, so... Uh... Yeah, man. It's... I'm so... The, by going away from the city for almost 30 years, I feel I appreciate it so much more. Yeah, you're seeing it in like a time lapse, mm-hmm. which is which is kind of wild when you do... You go away just for, you know... It's, it's been a while since I've been back up to, you know, from, from New York and going back. I, I have to just get up there to see... It, it it blows you away and just it just in a little time returning oh. to a town you used to live in in, in the general area here will blow you away. But yeah. it must, it, there's so much stuff that's going on. It, it, I really agree with your yeah. I was opening walking. statement about the transformation. It is. I mean, I was walking home like I, like you were saying last night. I was like two thirty, and the only time I got scared it was just me on the street alone, and I just saw one priest. <laughs> and okay, is that too much? Did I go too far? <laughs> you got scared. That's, oh my god! Are they gonna kill me? <laughs> and I said, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> but no, this city. <laughs> too far? Too far? No, 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 no. it's just come on. It's just you guys. It's, it's WMMR, it's real, baby, it's, man. We but, yeah. I'm sorry, but if you're gonna cover some things up for decades, <laughs> you gotta take a couple. Oh of Jesus Christ! Don't get me started. <laughs> but no, but the, literally, that's like the city is just. I don't know. It's just great. I remember hey, we're having a pickle festival this yes! week. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. That's something that Philly would make fun of. That's how you know it's changing. Now it's becoming like that type of city. It's right? a pickle. Like, my son offering I, me. He's offering me a pickle. Off my camera. son and I made these gherkins ourselves. Oh, you want to try one? All right. I mean, okay. they're, they're sweet. They're sweet. They're teeny. Yeah, they are. Aren't they? <laughs> oh, this one's curved. <laughs> <laughs> what do they my call that? I'd be so happy to hear that you. I just grabbed it without the fork. That's fine. Then. By the way, homemade. That's a damn good pickle. I'm dead serious. I appreciate that. Look at Philly's killing it. Pickle, sweet pickles. Oh, yeah. Like the fact that you're having a pickle fest. That's something Philly would be like, hey, look at you. You're having a dumb pickle fest. Paul the pickle. Shut up. Now we're like, hey, try our pickle. It is the first one. Let's see if it lasts. Yeah, it may not last. Dude, that is a damn good. I'm going to have another one. Have all the. Finish it, man. Six people died at the pickle festival. I know. The pickle got booed. The one and only pickle festival. <laughs> no, it seems like every weekend there's some kind of some kind of event going on now. Philly's really opening up, and you know it's just a lot of fun. There's always something going on that you can go do. Which is yeah, cool. and on the national stage, I, I was saying this the other day. There's a turn, you know. We're we're slowly not being the butt of every joke. Not every sports commentator hates our guts. No, yeah. although but we here, still we st- we're still not on the weather I, map. I, no, because we're not when, on the they, show, when they show the national weather map, it's New York and then uh, D.C. and they skip right over Philly. Pisses me off. Yeah, skip it's over so a true. Yes. <laughs> but you know what's funny is that um, years ago, Colin Quinn he told me. He, he, I'm I can I'll try to do the impression, but he's like, "Where are you from?" <laughs> and I was like, "Philly." He's like, "Oh, you're from Philly." And he's like, oh, at least Baltimore knows it's an armpit. (laughs) (laughs) Philly thinks it's an actual city. (laughs) And I was like, we we do well. We have a pickle fest, Colin. (laughs) And that's how it was forever. (laughs) You think you're an actual city? (laughs) Yeah, I think pickle fest would win Colin Quinn over. (laughs) But it really is. It's it's. uh... Well, you know, from like from the national perspective, and this goes to what Casey was talking about. The the making fun of Philly is passe. Like that, the comedy of that is gone at this point. And so, uh, you know, 
the, oh, hey, we booed Santa Claus or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just not, it's not interesting anymore, and it's certainly not new. And I think that that joke has been told so many times that it's just not at all entertaining. Besides, we have to talk now about eating the horse crap that made <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what happens if if, you, if we lost? What's that guy going to eat? That's the weirdest. <laughs> yeah. That's that a victory still, meal. He was keeping the Philly spirit alive by doing that. Yeah. There's no reason to do that. but And I loved his, the post-interview was like, well... Yeah, uh, you know, it was, it was there. It was, it was warm. But also I heard that uh, I heard that um, the baseball man's coming here. Baseball? Mike Trout? No, he's always at the game. Bryce Harper? Yes. Really? Yeah. Did you hear that rumor? Um, That's a rumor. There's Well, there's That's money huge. to be spent. Yes. There's money to be spent, and, uh, and he likes making money. Yes. Would so, you like to see that? I just think it's awesome because, yeah. I mean, Joel M, like, okay, so I'm in Los Angeles, yeah. but when I see Twitter, Joel M B trends a lot, you know. Bryce Harper, they it would be another great person. The Eagle, Fly Eagles Fly, yeah. like, well, trend, so nationally. So it's like that people know that song. So Do you, do you have uh, you have uh, friends out there from the area? We, we talk- Dude, there was a guy texting me last night. So the text, he's like, game's on 45. <laughs> and it was, uh, there's a, there's a bar called the Sycamore Tavern, and it's a complete Philly bar. And wow. it's all, there's a few of them. Yeah, we talked to, like, Adam McKay out there and, and yep. uh, Adam Goldberg. Yep. Everyone named Adam, apparently. There's a lot. There's yeah. a whole, and they all go and have and these, the, watch Eagle games. And the great thing about going to watch an Eagles game in L.A. is that uh, if it's a 1 o'clock game here, it starts at 10, so you can go and uh, have Bloody Marys, and then, <laughs> yes. and then you're done by, like, one thirty in the afternoon. Yes, and you're, yeah, you got the rest of the day. Yeah. Too, for the pickle festival. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, I, I, you have to go do TV right now, yes, right? Yes, I do. Not, no. not any other radio. I would never cheat on you. you. Thank you. Thank we you. appreciate never. your fidelity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So you're saying we got to wrap up the interview? Uh, unfortunately, that was a weird what? way. He was like, hey, you got to go TV, right? Let's get it done. Well, because I, I like... Marissa, will you stop talking? <laughs> oh, Marissa's in there. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Kathy, we... Oh, oh, God, I'm a piece of... <laughs> I'm a piece of pickle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. I forget. I I, okay. I have uh, I have some tickets to go see Mr. Kennedy, uh, and this is for the show tonight at seven thirty. Um, so I have five of these. You have to be at least twenty one years of age. So we will take uh, starting with caller ten. So we'll take 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14 at 215-263-WMMR. And we will give you tickets to see Jamie Kennedy uh, tonight at Punchline. So, uh, And there are some tickets that are available. You want to get those, go to punchlinephilly.com. It's always awesome to have you come by for a visit, man. Dude, I love coming here. Sure. You guys are one of my favorite stops. Oh, Thanks, buddy. Awesome. Let's do it. Let's, you know, let's, you know, next time touch pickleheads. <laughs> we'll do it. We do. We'll dock. We'll dock. <laughs> Jamie Sweet Kennedy, turkey. everybody. Take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Here comes the MMR. What's going on? Tonight from 6.30 to 8.30, Nick McElwain rocks first Friday at Bridge in Maine in Phoenixville. Enjoy craft breweries and distilleries, quaint shops, art studios, live music, and more. Want a golf getaway from Piazza Subaru of Limerick or hop on Valley Forge Harley-Davidson's Jumpstart Ride Experience? Details at pxvfirstfriday.com. Join the MM Army tomorrow from 10 till noon at Infinity of Westchester, 1265 Wilmington Pike for a Metallica ticket party. Save big at Bush during Bush Auto Group's one-day sale with record low prices on new and pre-owned vehicles. 
Bush Auto Group's Infinity of Westchester. You'll do better at Bush. Visit BushAutoGroup.com. Hang with Preston and Marissa from the Preston and Steve Show tomorrow from 1 to 4 at Acme on Snyder Avenue in South Philly. Sample Preston's Hawaiian Mount or Dogfish Head Beer with Marissa. Plus one of P&S, Acme Beer Mug, or Custom Grilling Apron. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. I want to mention the fact that uh, Marissa and I are going to be at Acme and Snyder Avenue tomorrow. Acme, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. Uh, from 1 to 3 in Philadelphia. So if you happen to be in the area, please stop by Snyder Avenue Acme tomorrow, 1 to 3. Me and Marissa. Marissa's going to have beer samples, and I'm going to have samples of a little uh, creation of mine, a culinary Really? Creation. Well, actually, I've, I, I, it's my version of it. I've had it before. If and... you steal it and claim it's yours legally, it's yours. Yeah, well, if you tweak yeah. it a little bit sure. and maybe add or subtract something from it, you can uh, kind of make it yours, which I, I guess I did. So anyhow... Uh, that's going to be tomorrow, 1 till 3, Snyder Avenue, Acme. Looking forward to seeing you there. And looking forward to welcome our next guest into the studio. He's walking in as we speak. Casey just got him in. He's uh, right on time, and we are very happy to see this gentleman. Dave, how you hey, doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, it's Dave. Yeah! yeah! Who's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and Saturday? Uh, sold out, by the way. Yeah, Dave doesn't need us. He's showing up here out of the kindness of his heart. I'm, There's sho- a- I'm showing up to celebrate your great win, huh? Give yeah. it up. Come on. Yeah, there you go. Man knows how oh, to work. This is Louis Katz. Louis is a great comic. He's Who's up this? Hey, Louis. Hey. hey, Louis. How you doing? Good. Good to see Excellent. you. Excellent. Nice to see you, my man. Uh, but there is a Sunday show, uh, by yes. the way. Uh, we've been told at uh, 7 o'clock, heliumcomedy.com to get those tickets. So Dave, tickets for available for that show. Yeah, Dave, right. we were uh, we were talking about you earlier this morning as we were teasing your appearance and uh, used the term uh, comedian's comedian because on many occasions we'll have other guys in here and your name always almost always gets mentioned. Wow. And that, you, that's Can I say feel... something? Yes, yes please. please. Since we do have an audience here, that's uh, comics comic usually means... Um, the other comics like them, but the audience not so much. <laughs> that is well, untrue. You never hear that in any other line of work. There's no magician's magician. Right? Yeah, you never yeah. go like, oh, Penn, who do you like? Teller? Yeah. Oh, wow, what a stretch. So it's kind of a back- no, I, backhanded I, compliment of sorts? Uh, okay. I say, sir, you... you coming from you guys, I know it's coming from love. So yes. You're in the pantheon. You are, you are uh, for me personally, you're you're the, the, the tops. You and... Uh, you know, one or two others, and and uh, let's but hear the other two. Norm, well, Norm Macdonald and George Carlin. Oh, great! Right? Wow. But, yeah, so uh, and, you know, but that, it's it's just I, I love a drop off there, <laughs> <I think. laughs> and then right to Gallagher. Yeah. But you're uh, you're Bill Burr's favorite comic. We've heard him say. I that, love Bill. So that's yeah, cool, you know, and yeah. I think uh, the crowd will back me up. Bill is, uh, and Louie knows him too. Like. Bill is a good guy all the way around. Like uh, you guys know, we do that benefit for Patrice O'Neill's family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's all Bill. Yeah. Bill is like. I'm doing this every year, and he raises all this money for... It's, it's just... It's amazing how he does it. And well, then he closes every show. Other guys, by this point, would just, like, phone it in. No. <laughs> he does, like, 40 minutes at the end of this massively long show. Lest wow. we remind people, though, that you yourself helped us out at the Camp Out for Hunger. Yes. You've been very charitable. You have your own charity uh, stuff that you, you promote. So you're you're no slouch in that area as well. I loved your... You guys, that was a cool event. Did you, you guys enjoy know, that? You guys must know. You're, you guys are yeah, big yeah, fans. Yeah, the Camp so. Out for Hunger, yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. And there was, like, a carnival there, too. Do you yeah. remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah, put, yeah. We put it on every year. And I love you because you came in... With a with a bag of groceries, yes, and I think my, your opening joke might have been like, "Oh, look, 
a homeless person. It's returning the favor. Yeah, right? They want <laughs> people wanted to hand me a box. <laughs> well, you had like your hoodie up, and you're yeah. kind of covered a bit. I get it. I was, uh, I was definitely, um, yeah. I, I looked. I looked apart. Looked I guess apart. I could say that. You've always had fun with that, though, and the look. And, and you, in fact, you you used it to great extent in the movie Trainwreck. Were you the guy on the? Uh... Excellent segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it was, it was I, uh, hilarious stuff. Then I doubled down on. Uh, Amy was nice enough to put me in her next movie. Uh, I feel pretty. Yeah, which is where which I is... played a uh, uh, guy who runs a wet t-shirt contest. So <laughs> it's a hard movies to take your mom to, by the way. But that, <laughs> that movie was overlooked. I think. I think it was unfairly dismissed by uh, an overly PC crowd. That I feel pretty, and it was... I think it was one of the best. Man, yeah. she plays like two different characters. Yeah, the super confident person, right. and then I, she's really a good actress. She yeah. really is. In fact, when I saw her on Saturday Night Live. From top to bottom, from eleven thirty to one o'clock, mm-hmm. it was solid. She knew her lines. Yes, uh, you know she wasn't reading cue cards. I mean, she did such a great job. She really is like a, you know, like a. I love, I love her comedy stuff, but the, like when she does the acting, you know, mm-hmm. she really does. I, it's like natural for her. I think a lot of guys. I'm not an actor. You know, no, definitely not. Well, but you, but you're. I mean, you're, 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 you're solid with what you do. You and, and to that SNL point. You were a writer and and occasional performer on SNL early yeah. out of the gate, which um, and and you you were around. Uh, in fact, you're in the the the, uh, the Giuliani uh, skit, the Chris Farley uh, classic skit. Right. Uh, you're you're in the background, right? Was that when just when you had started writing for SNL? Yeah, well, I was only there for a year, so that was like uh, they would always take the writers and like throw them into the um, you know extra roles. Sometimes. Okay. So that was good because I wasn't that great a writer. So I was like one of the guys just sitting around. They just threw me in the back there. But that was that was a really classic skip because that was uh, Chris Farley. Yeah, played his son. And uh, if people don't know, remember, there was a press conference where yes. Giuliani's son was acting up. That was some of his earlier comedy work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a double threat. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was that was a different time. But uh, you know, Louis will tell you like we we go on the road. We're road comics, and, uh, you know, when you come to Philly, the crowds here are like, I would say, last night, you know, even though it was like the opening day, it, it was still like a great crowd. Still People solid. People were, you know, pumped to be there, and, uh, it's you know, the club. Philly crowds are really good. Yeah, and really Helium, Helium's a, a great club. Louis, are you, yeah. are you usually opening for Dave, or, or what's the... Uh... Louis's a headliner, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm a headliner, too, but I've been working with him for years. He's, yeah. like, the first guy I opened for because... Uh, I started out, I was, like, really dirty. And they're so like, all right, well, you can only work with other dirty comics. <laughs> yeah. So it was like... It's true. Yeah, so it was him and Doug Stanhope were, like, the first so, comics I opened for, like, back way back when I started. So Jim Gaffigan was off the table. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, not doing a lot of uh, Midwest Christian comedy. That was not, really... Let me tell you something, though. Have you guys watched any of the, uh, the CNN series of comedians? Is that of any interest to you? Yeah, you know, uh, the guy who did it is really passionate for the audience here. They did yeah. the history of comedy. And uh, I was kind of hoping that they would ask me to do when they did, like, the um, famous duos. Because yeah. I've been working with Jeff Ross for the last couple of years. We just shot some for Netflix, Bumping Mics. Yes. And uh, that'll be out, like, in the fall. And, like, Jeff is, you guys know him as the roast master. He's yeah. the ultimate ultimate guy for roasting but he also would do these shows with me and it was so fun and fast and loose and like talk about like not pc like these shows it's like going back to like ni- the 90s in terms Love of it. comedy so i was kind of hoping they would come to us and go like you know who do you guys think are your favorite comedy team or something like that but uh right at some point you know uh this history of comedy thing 
Yeah, it's like a big deal. Because like, they, they, they broke it down. I think they did, you know, sometimes, um, I guess maybe there's, you know the guy who did it? or cause Yeah, yeah, he's... he's, he's is he a, a comedian? Uh, no, he's a comedy fan. And okay. uh, he also uh, is involved with the... Did you guys know there's a comedy museum? No. Uh, no. Uh-uh. Okay, let's see, if the, let's see how good this crowd is. I'll name three towns, and you got to tell me which town. <laughs> all right, all right. In. Okay. All right, so I'll give you a couple, like, you know, like they do on a game show. It's okay. Let's see. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Fallujah, Iraq. Um, <laughs> Vatican City. <laughs> Jamestown, New York. <laughs> Jamestown, New York. Jamestown, New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, well, the home of that. comedy. And exactly. when you associate a town with comedy, it's well, Jamestown, New York. It's so close to the Erie Canal. I mean, how can you not build a comedy club there? I mean, you're coming from Niagara Falls. You've all, you're trafficking pot across the border. Jesus, that's that's horrific. Uh, Is it worth the damn? Yeah. I think it's great that they did it. It's yeah. just, uh, you know, I think they picked that town because that's where Lucille Ball's from. Oh, so. come on. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a Lucille Ball museum there, there too. Oh, there's two museums. Yeah, yeah. that's right. statue. the trip. Oh, the bad looking statue? They had the yes. ter- is that where they had the terrible statue? Yeah. That yeah. statue, by the way, a lot of people don't realize, but but it, it, the, when it was done, it looked like Steve Buscemi in drag. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard. They actually had to redo it. There it oh. is. It's horrible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Actually, she looks like that dude from The Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> Polly Walnuts? Yes. Yeah. She does. I like the run. <laughs> Look at her hands up like, don't, like she's going to the sculptor. Don't do me. <laughs> Stop. She's going to punch him. Uh, I wanted to ask you, I was reading about uh, about you, Dave, and you, you uh, was your first, your first stand-up gig, was it at Governor's in, in New York? Oh, well, um, I played Governor's. I'm from yeah. Long Island. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That was like our big club. But I played all all the uh, city open mics. I think Louis will back me up that like comedy used to be like you know the open mics, and now you try and get to the big comedy clubs. Now there seems to be a lot more like I guess you could say coffee shop shows or what would you call them like these They're, alt shows? Yeah, independently book shows. That it, all, every bar in New York has like any place put into where, different venues. Yeah, because yeah. that used to be like that. So because years ago for for a brief period, I, I had a couple of years about ten years. I did stand up. I did governors and in New York there was. Governors, Chuckles, the Brokerage Eastside Comedy Club, and and those those clubs, and then and then for a brief period, comedy was all over television, and like ground rounds would have yes. <laughs> comedy nights, mm-hmm. and it was the weirdest dynamic. So it's it's kind of become like a coffee house vibe now for a lot of. I just think rather than rather than take the Long Island Railroad all the way to Long Island, <laughs> people are just saying, "Well, there's a bar down the corner for me in Brooklyn. Let me go there." Right, yeah, right, right yeah. It's more it's more of a uh, like a, a hipster scene too. Yeah, with this, you see a lot of storytelling and like um, you know the, those kind of shows. We're like joke guys, you know. Right. Like we yeah. do jokes and everything like that. Right now, you know, uh, it's it's really debatable what you know people want to go go to see. But was any, passing for stand up? Well, just like getting anyone off their phone basically is really difficult. So <laughs> you, we've talked about this like a hundred times. Of like, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much content now everywhere. Like Netflix. They have uh, hours and hours of specials, you know, like, so getting people to actually come out and see the live performance, and Bill will probably tell you that, too, is like, yeah. it's very difficult to get people to even come down to a show, you know? Yeah. Well, not, listen, you, you again, you you are a revered uh, comedian, so that's why you're obviously selling out at Helium, and, 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 and there, and I, I will say this, that, you know, there are scant few that can make me gasp for breath, and you're one of them. The stuff has, has always been brilliant, and that's what makes it, that's what puts us in the seat, but I can understand 
it, stuff gets burned up and it's readily available with a yeah. with a remote and that's that's problematic. So, but you you combat like you pairing with Jeff Ross is is a great. When does that by the way? When does that premiere? Uh, that should be in the fall. In the Bumping fall, Mike. So yeah, just check out my sites. I'm on the road till then with Jeff. With, yeah, uh, doing my own stuff. Uh, like in fact, I hate to name drop, but uh, I'll be in Point Pleasant. At, uh, <laughs> Uncle Vinny. <laughs> that's going to be good. Vinny Boy Pleasant. That's going to be good. Dave, uh, to, the, to the point of like so much content out there and um, everything being on Netflix or, or social media or whatever, do you uh, often or ever hold back material and save it just for the club? Or do you figure, I'm a comedian, I'm going to just put it all out there and see what sticks? That's a good question. I think uh, him and I will both agree, uh, say that, like, I think the club, the clubs are good for two reasons. One, it's uh, the crowd is usually there to see you. Yeah. Two, you get to try a lot of different stuff. You know, like last night, we just I was throwing out a lot of new ideas. You know, and uh, like seeing how the crowd reacts, and I think that's cool that you get to do that. Sometimes the crowds, you know, go with you on it. Sometimes they don't. But at the end of the day, that's where you really develop more material is in the clubs. And, uh, you know, there's so many great comics from here and whatever. They play these big theaters and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to bring new material to a theater show, to an arena show, to a casino show. So it's the clubs where you really get to see. If you're a big comedy fan, that's where you'll get to see, like, you know, um, comics working on new ideas and new jokes and things like that. And I I love that part of it, the coming up with the new idea, you know. And it's designed, like a club like Helium, which is a classic. I mean, it's it's an awesome room. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it's the Burt Reynolds of clubs. (laughs) Yes. Speaking of which, I wanted to bring this up because, you know, we, we share a common love of classic porn. You had yes. your Showtime show. We talked about it. Awesome. Uh, the awesome show. And um, uh, and Burt Reynolds is in the iconic Boogie Nights. Yes. Uh, yeah. What did you What did you think of Boogie Nights? I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It, it seems now I can't know other than what I've seen as far as documentaries or knowing the films that I know, but it seems to really be spot on. And they also had some legitimate icons of porn in it. Um, Nina um, Nina Hartley, Hartley was yeah. in it, and uh, a few others. And I I John love that Doe. movie. Yeah, I Nina Hartley's the one who's having sex in the driveway. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh. Macy's wife. Yeah. 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 And the scene that follows is awful, disturbing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and uh, that that uh, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, you know the uh, the Dave's old porn, which was the uh, the show that we did where uh, Amy was on it. All these people it's were great. on it. They got to do it. I I sold it overseas. I haven't seen a check yet, but I'm hoping to tour through. Um, some of these countries and like really you know, see what it is, but you know how like here we're very PC. Yeah. So I assume like in I don't know. Let's pick a country like Azerbaijani. <laughs> I assume that's like a Saturday morning show there. <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> so there's a yeah. that's that's their uh, that's yeah. their Saturday morning kid show. Exactly. Um, well, a lot of your stuff like um you know like Insomniac, which again I, I, we all adore. Uh, it's it's harder to to find you know uh, to, to to get old episodes. I mean I know there are collections out there, but we. Right. You know, so, uh, is, is I don't know. It, I have no control over that. Yeah. Kind of stuff, so they should they should start they should appreciate what they have and start getting it out there. Hopefully, you get some money from it. No, I don't. You it's don't. Not that kind of thing. It's I call the buyout. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah. Like they pay you one off. Yep. It's kind of a, it's kind of like a um, that kind of a deal. But you know, it's funny because the audience for the show 
were really uh, kids growing up. Like, uh, they all would tell me, like, you know, uh, you know, my parents, uh, you know, didn't let us watch TV or something like that. And then we would sneak down and watch uh, Comedy Central and we'd watch you and like a couple of other people. So it's kind of like the Mr. Rogers of film. <laughs> <The> Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I didn't think the audience was skewed so young, but that's where it really what it was. You know, when you're a young kid, you know, all you have is TV. So, yeah, but that's a different generational thing now. I don't think uh, that'll be happening anymore. These kids, you know, they have their own like uh, I was thinking about it. Like, you know, when I was a kid, like we were so excited to just like. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're so excited just, like, to make our own fun. Yeah, and yeah, now, yeah. now there's, like, you know, that's, that element is done. You know, that you, whole thing. You watch, you watch people playing games. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, my kids will be playing a game while watching someone, a video of someone playing yep. a game at yeah. the same time. Wow. That's weird. But yeah. the, the and, and I, I don't know, Lou, if you were a fan as well of Insomniac, but that, oh, yeah. that, that vibe of you, if people don't remember the show... Dave, you were you were always on. Uh, you were you performing. You did the show, the travel show. right? And then yeah. you'd be you'd be you'd go be in another city and you'd go out and see what was happening after hours. Yeah, to we me, did Philly. Yeah, yeah, I remember it was great. It was really it was Philly? tough because uh, well, we went to the cheesesteak thing, of course. Yeah, you know, and that was like a big event for all of us because we all really enjoyed it. I think it you were on South Street for a stretch too, weren't you? Yes. Yeah, and, and you know, to be honest, that was a weather issue because uh, when when you shoot. And if it's bad weather, it's hard to shoot on the street. But it was all on the street, you know, all night long for a couple of days. And that's just how those kind of shows are shot now. But when you look at reality shows, like, I'm not going to say it's equal to The Bachelor. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it doesn't have the same relevance as The Bachelor. Which is weird because yeah. we're both bachelors. Um, are there some single women here? I don't, yeah. I don't it's like, they never have, like, a sad bachelor. It's always like a guy, you're like, he's like a 12 plus. Yeah, you know? yeah. I want to see a four up there. You know, a guy, it's like, I got to get home and see what my cat's up to. I want to see that guy. Well, I, got, I got a text from listener Christina who says, can you please tell Dave he's very sexy? Please. Wow. Let's see her. Let's put her up against the Lucille Ball statue. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you, Christina. We'll see you at the show this week. I hope. I yeah. Hope. Hey, you know what? I'll tell you this is that, um, you know, uh, Philly, you guys do it. Uh, like, it would be great if the heat wave could end. It's you know ending. It is. It's today. This is it now. This is what fall is like. Well, you're going to be in the in the 70s. You're not even you, and in the the low 70s. Yeah, tomorrow. You have a little bit of, but it's perfect seeing comedy weather because it'll be a little rainy. Yeah, not horrible. It's always best when it's like rainy. Then then you've got you've got the uh, the banner weekend for it. Yeah, right. awesome. I mean, and so and uh, there there are tickets still available for Sunday, but the other shows are sold out. Right. Yep. Exactly. You know, All right. so, so you can get those at uh, heliumcomedy.com. Dave, is there any other TV in your future? Or, yes. Or, okay. Thanks What's for bringing up? it yeah. up. I'll be on uh, <laughs> Crashing. Oh, uh, you know, look, oh, at, it, look, at, the, look well, at the fan reaction. Well, so we've had everyone oh, yeah, he's in. He's a yeah. good guy. Yeah. 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 Judd, uh, Judd Apatow. And Artie were all in. Oh, yes, Jim Artie Lang. Yeah. Also, Another guy who's a great actor. People don't give him enough credit. A great actor. Artie Lang. And I told he him really that. He really is a good actor. I, and I told him, and he should pursue more of that. The, mm -hmm. he's, he's kind of a revelation. And I, I told him, here's a guy who's like... Uh, and I, I here it's going off. And he had just written the book, uh, you know, Crash and Burn. It was just out. And yep. I, Jesus Christ, talk about a, a you know, very good. A, a, actor. Yeah, but I mean, he that obviously channels through, and he he's he's kind of an epiphany in that show. Yeah, he, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say that uh, Artie is like uh, you know from Mad TV, and yes. we talked about this. He's a really good friend of mine, so I'm, I'm not saying anything that he hasn't said on Twitter. Yeah, it's like he learned immediately like how to memorize these lines. I'm like, how do you do it? Because I have a problem with that. That's why like. 
you know, when I work with an Amy movie or something, yeah. that, we just riff the lines. You know, that was that's the cool of that. But Artie, like, he'll like you give it to her, boom, he knows it. Dave, I, like, I, that's I, really I, cool. I don't like know a how child actor or something. I don't know how people do it because yeah. on, on that same level, I you know, Preston and I have had to shoot like twenty second blurbs for the local TV, it's hard. and it, you would think we were giving a, a, a soliloquy from a checkoff play. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's it's just unbelievably difficult to remember it. So. But I guess improvisationally, that that's your strength. But, you know, it's funny because, uh, you know, I have no desire to do any kind of acting or anything like that. You know, like, I just want to get through it. <laughs> I just want to get through, <laughs> get back home, that kind of thing. Is it a lot of waiting? Check on your cat. No, like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna do a shout out to Louis sitting right here. This guy's a great comic. He's got a, uh, you got multiple pro, like what the CD, the DVD, like what do you have? Oh well, I got a, I got a new co- album coming out on uh, on October twenty sixth called Catskills, and uh, oh really? Uh, yeah. And First comedian I ever saw in my life was at the in the Catskills. Uh, do you awesome. remember a guy named Charlie Callis from years ago? Let's no. Yes, yeah, I yeah, definitely yeah. remember him. So, <laughs> let's see if your crowd even knows what the Catskills are. See? All right, here. You should have focus group that name. It's got, do you know how we can do it, though, name. Dave? How about like this? Anybody see Dirty Dancing? That's <laughs> <laughs> in the cat's That's in the cat's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that. It's one of the worst vacations I ever had. <laughs> there you go. It's going to bring a, up bad memories with that about, title. It's like Dirty Dancing. It's like there's a weird abortion. It's like it's, it's, an, awkward, it's an awkward... Wow. It has the same vibe. Yeah. Right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, there used to be years ago. To j- jump in that quickly, there was the, the uh, Kutcher's, the Concord. There were all these... And the, the Borscht Belt is what it was called. And you'd right. go see, you know, some That's great... That's all done. It's all... It's gone. Now it's all, like, organic, vegan hemp farming up there. It's like... <laughs> is the, it? There's like rock, all, yeah, rock climbing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rock yeah. climbing. Wow. Um, you know, uh, rescue, dog farms. Yeah. Things yes. like that. All right, it's, wow. become very, it's become very hip. Was the, was the tape... Uh, I'm sorry, the CD tapes in the Catskills? Or is it just called, like, Cats... It's just Cat's 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 Cat's. My last name's Cat, so yeah. it's a play on play on the words. It's uh, not, I've never been to the Catskill. <laughs> <laughs> so I went off on a total tangent. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I don't have it, a fiddle when I do my act. It's, uh, <laughs> it's very modern. <laughs> is it? Is it? And, and, and perverted. Is yeah. it Cats? K a t z k i l l s. One word. Yeah. So Cats kills. Cats kills. Gotcha. Nice. Gotcha. Double meaning. So and when is it available? October twenty sixth is when it launches. Should be about available for pre sale at the end. Of this month, it comes out in 800 pound gorilla records. Ah, uh, and I'm working on a bunch of like cool promo videos and stuff like that, so I'll be hopefully out promoting that uh, as that comes out. So, how so you're you know, Dave is of course a legend, but and you're working your way up. How 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 many days a week, I think mean, a year, should I say, are you out on the road? I mean, you know, are you are you doing the living out of the suitcase thing? Uh, I, I'm switching back and forth because I've been doing a lot of writing stuff as well. So yeah. I'll do I'll do a bunch of writing that keeps me in one place. And as soon as I'm done writing, I go out and do my own touring. And I do a lot of my own booking. So I'll book my own one nighters and I'll book it all myself. And I'll go through the whole like the whole South is really where I tour a lot. And I has, just do that on my own. Has the industry changed because of, because of now because of social media and because of uh, you know just the way the the, um, the technology is about are more comedians just taking hold of booking themselves or or uh, nothing? Yeah, I guess that you could do that. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. There's a lot of self-promotion. You guys know this is a classic. That's why it's always fun to come in here. This is classic. This is how it used to be. This is how it should be. Yeah. Now it's more of a self-promotional kind of thing. But if I can do, uh, you don't mind me um, tipping this story from yesterday. It's like <laughs> we drove down here and Louie uh, says, oh, I'll have to meet you at the gig because I forgot my... I forgot my underwear. <laughs> <got it. laughs> so I'm the old grizzled comic. I'm like, you're still wearing underwear on the road? <laughs> Just... <laughs> 
Take some I, napkins from Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> put it in your private. <laughs> but uh, no, that was funny. And then you bought how many? I bought underwear? I bought a single pair because I want. I actually need new underwear, so I want to go. But I want to buy the right underwear. I've just, right. I can't believe it. Like I've been doing this seventeen years. I've never forgotten. My under, I've never ever done that, I, done and it. it's such. It's like it, it blows your mind. Like uh, two or three weeks ago, I had that where you walk out and you realize you haven't put on underarm deodorant, which is not. not it's not. <laughs> it's not like you didn't take your heart medication, but yeah. but yeah. it's like Jesus. It's yeah. not only the first thing I pack, but it's the most I pack. Like. If I'm staying yeah. somewhere, I, I usually bring double of the days yeah. that I'm staying. Yeah. And at the end of the race, yeah. and you're like, I didn't need that much underwear. Yeah. I didn't need 14 I mean, pairs got, of underwear. Yeah. Are, are you right a now? skid marker? Or no, are I'm, you? I'm not yeah. a skid marker. I wipe very uh, rigorously. Thank you for asking. But I am right now. I'm wearing. I am wearing my only pair of underwear right now. So if there's like a I, yeah, I mean yeah. No, if, if I may accident. recommend, if I may recommend. The uh, in the in the uh, the souvenir store for Citizens Bank Park, they uh, they sell. Oh. Phillies underwear. The Phillies yeah. underwear yeah. is yes. by yes. far. It's actually very, very Are you serious? Wait, why do you all know about the Phillies? Oh, they, they sent it over. Frazier gave us some free underwear, and it was awesome. It really, Dude, really. it's the best underwear you will it's ever 40 wear. 40 bucks what? a pair, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I never, well, I can't. I don't know <laughs> but I'd like to make an underwear recommendation, actually. Please. Uh, so, Fruit of the Loom uh-huh. has the breathable boxer briefs. Okay. The best. I need breathable. The breathing. best, yeah. You know what? See, my thing is I like a trunk, which is like halfway between boxer brief and a brief, and n- almost no one sells it. They, but, I mean, it's so hard to get men's underwear these days. They stopped selling, like, uh, they took away the fly. Have you noticed this? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. There's, like, yeah. no fly on the underwear. Maybe I'm the last guy that uses the fly, but I, I like still a do. fly. Maybe you I bought like a, a pair of Spanx. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Did you read the label? I'm just trying to look good next to you on stage, man. It's, like, it's intimidating with someone with this kind of body. You're expecting underwear to do more than it was designed to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want it to make, to make me look taller. That's not going to but I like how we bought one pair. I think that's really cool. Sure, yeah. <laughs> a trunk You're very underwear. optimistic. I, I got a big job interview. I'm buying a new pair of underwear. If it doesn't work, I'm... Are trunk underwear hard to find? or It's they... hard to find the trunk and it's hard to find the fly. So basically after this, that's my day. It's just finding the Well, I think that's underwear. why everyone should have an underwear man right. who is a, like a personal, comes in with the measuring tape and the whole thing. All right, well, then I'll recommend the Fruit of the Loom breathable boxer briefs, but don't get the... Um, uh, like the microfiber, because that doesn't have the fly. The other fiber, the cotton, has the fly. Wow. I really don't know a lot right, about done yeah, research. So the reason I know this is because I had to buy new underwear for the Eagle season, and it and I needed a green pair of underwear to wear on game day because <laughs> right. I'm a superstitious idiot. And the, Why don't you just wash them with something green? I, let them turn green. Because I wasn't thinking. <laughs> okay. I, I, you know? Uh, yeah, so, yeah. But the green ones Put some broccoli That's what in Burt Reynolds would have done. <laughs> Did you see Sharky's Machine? Oh, yeah. 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 I thought we were going to talk about Burt Reynolds movies. In here. <laughs> we should, yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite uh, Burt Reynolds movie? Well, I'd say, like, let's start with Deliverance and work our way, you know, down. Yeah. Okay, that's so definitely my favorite. Deliverance, again, I've been it's singing. One of his first. Uh, it, it is a masterpiece beyond masterpiece. And he is so good in it. And it is, it, it, it's a guy. Listen, there's a classic. How many people saw it while they were camping? <laughs> I did. <laughs> did you? Are you kidding me? It's a whole me? different meeting. <laughs> <laughs> the lantern was on all night. <laughs> I, was a, I was a kid, and it was on TV. and I What? And I saw the, uh, you know, the Ned Beatty, yes. like a pig scene, and I was like, I was very confused by that. It's tough. I did not understand so that. So, we, uh, in, the movie had just come out. Very Everyone knew there was, there's, a, there's a, you know, the, the rape in it, the whole thing, the book had been out, it was a bestseller. People in our neighborhood, we were definitely, my, the, the, oh, that family, 
my father <laughs> takes us to see with kids uh-huh. to see Deliverance. Wow. Right. Uh, and I'm like, you know, but as a kid, you come out and go, we got to get a, a canoe. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, you, you know, you know no one catches all that other stuff. You know, that's not even my favorite of his movies. He had so many good ones. Like, yeah. You know, like uh, when you're talking about comedy teams, like him and Dom DeLuise, we were talking about that. Great. Yeah. Like Great. it was so cool to see those two. Like he was such a like like an icon, you know. Yeah, yeah. And for the fact that he was able to like laugh at himself, that's really cool. They were self-deprecate. I was, we were talking about that this morning. The like self- the guy in Deadpool, he has that. He's such a good-looking guy, but he also has this great sense of humor. You know, do you know that guy? Yeah, Ryan oh, yeah. Reynolds. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. So, yeah. so did, were you a fan of the movie The The, uh, the, the, end? the end? Yeah, it's, he, it's he directed. He, he directed that. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Do we have the the clip? It's, it's just a quick way. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's at the end where it, it, for those who may not know, and I'll set it up again. He's he's a terminal. He, he he's dying from a disease, and he decides he's going to kill himself. He doesn't want to go through the pain. He keeps asking if it's going to be painful, and he and goes he, around and makes restitution with all the yeah. people in his and life, he, like like a twelve cool. step thing. And he keeps chickening out on, on yeah. killing himself, and eventually he's going to swim out in the ocean and drown himself and die. Right. And when he gets out there, and he realizes, wait a minute, he has yeah. an epiphany. I want to <laughs> live, and he starts swimming back. <laughs> and as he's swimming back. He starts making these promises to God that he's going to do this if you that, just get me back. And as he's getting close to the he's shore, adapting as it looks like he's going to make it. He, you know, I'll give all my money to charity. He starts he's getting close. He's going to make. He's like thirty percent of my money. <laughs> <laughs> I need to live. I need Bills to, you know, certainly. And, and, he, yeah. and then at this point, this is when he just starts to, to head Swim in. Back, yeah. Oh God, let me live, and I promise to obey every one of the Ten Commandments. I shall not kill. I shall not commit adultery. I shall not. I. I'll learn the Ten Commandments, and then I'll obey every one of them. Just get me back to the beach. What, what year was this one? Ah, it's gotta Late be late seventies. Yeah, yeah. Seventy nine, really? eighty, wow. somewhere and, around and that so time. The main guy in the movie who's decided that he's going to help him out and kill him is Dom DeLuise. Yeah. Yes. So, right, yeah. Well, cool. all right. So, Can I say to bring it full circle? Uh, Norm Macdonald's impression of Burt Reynolds is yeah. classic. It's just Norm great. is really like a like top notch comic. Yeah. Like, all the way through. He's a but comedian. But like when he comedian. did that one, I was like, wow, man, he really is good. Yeah, you super know? funny. I uh, yeah, and and that you know the Turd Ferguson stuff from yeah. SNL is is is, yes. is golden. So so I want to because uh, I love Cannibal Run. That's the first thing I think That's of when I think of Burt Reynolds, and I'm like, okay, maybe I could. Have my kids watch it. I got a 9, 11, and 12-year-old. Yes, I can, because I'm oh, looking yeah? at it right now. There's no nudity. There's oh. only a little bit of cleavage. Right. All right. Adrian Barbeau. Profanity. There are 11 hells. Uh, there are three <laughs> dams. What, is there a website yes. devoted to this? Two S, uh, six S words, uh, two uh, God dams. All right, so you're, you're, you're clear. And then, that, like, that's it. That's or, a, or, or if you my do parents, that, no, they could tell you how many how many trigger words are in the in the thing. <laughs> Even my Alexa would be like, "Just try it." <laughs> then the Come other on, one, man. alcohol, drugs, smoking. Alcohol is used throughout the film, and some smoking. And uh, yeah, so I think I could have them. You know what? You oh would never. God. This you, Sammy Davis is in this movie, right? and Burt yeah. Convy. Burt Convy, freaking Burt Convy. This wow. is like all the people who did Farrah Fawcett. Wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there looking, he is. We're Dom. looking at video clips. Yeah, Captain Chaos was his And that uh, guy, the guy, the doctor, character. is an old character actor named Jack Elam, who had the wild eye. <laughs> Dean oh, Martin. Yeah. yeah. Look at this. This is great. Yeah, this would be worth going back to watch. Roger Moore. Did we already mention that? Do oh. you know Terry Bradshaw? Yeah. 
Yep. Oh, and right uh, remember that guy, the, the, the football Back player? in the day, for the younger people watching, that was like how movies ended, where a car would drive into a pool. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I don't know what to do. Okay, just have him drive into a pool. That was the original <laughs> ending of Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they couldn't <laughs> figure it out. Man. No, yeah, it, it's great. That's why I, I love the, 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 the porn show that you did, because it, it also reminds you of a time, too. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it, it's, that's just it's pop culture nostalgia for us yes yeah yeah well, hey that's uh you know we showed the best part of the movie in just the 30 it. seconds yeah. the best we saw the, the best parts of the movie yeah wow well listen uh i want to i want to give a plug one more time dave and uh louis are playing at uh, helium comedy club this weekend most of the shows are sold out but how about sunday fun day folks man sunday night seven o'clock show some tickets you can get those you can go to helium Comedy.com. So, Do not miss it. Yeah, and we appreciate you guys coming by. We know you didn't have to, but... Uh, no, we love it. And uh, can I give a shout-out to you guys? Yeah. Thanks for doing what you do for comedy and the comics. You guys really uh, make us all feel at home and make us look better than we really are. Uh, <laughs> not and not secondly, true. secondly, uh, let me know when we get close to the charity again, because I'm due. Duh! Oh, yeah. Dude, that'd be Excellent. awesome. Wow. I love and, that. And uh, maybe we can bring some... Uh, some local guys who you guys know and love, Big J. Oh, we want to get out. Yeah, Big J's done it. Yeah, I, I, I already have, and I've I've tried to sweeten the pot because the Eagles are playing the Giants that uh, the day before, and I'm like, I'll give you my Eagles tickets you know? <laughs> and uh, underwear. Let's and throw it underwear. Please. And to the fans in the studio, you guys are great. It's great to see you. Yeah. Thanks for coming out. Louis, great to meet you. Thanks for coming by. It's Louis Katz and Mr. David Tell. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. All right, here we go. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. This morning, the Bizarre File is brought to you by God Shawls. Cook out and eat lighter with God Shawls Real Meat, Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. 94% fat free and 80% less fat than most pork bacon. Discover hundreds of recipes at GodShawls.com. So a school resource officer in Ohio has been put on unpaid leave after she used her department-issued taser to roust a student who had fallen asleep in oh class. God. She tried to wake a kid up with a taser? Yeah, but let me... I, I on At first glance, I thought the same thing that yeah. you guys are thinking. Uh, number one, it's not a taser. It was a... Uh, what's the other thing? Stun gun. gun. A, uh, yeah, I guess Shotgun. So. No, not... She, she used a <laughs> shotgun. What well, taser is what you actually shoot and has the right. little tendrils, the little needles that stick Exactly. A stun gun is something you touch to somebody and right. just kind of zap them. So anyhow, it's not even... I'll explain. So a, a, it's a it's a light voltage item. But what she did with it isn't what it seems like. A junior at Liberty Preparatory School in Smithville, Ohio, was having trouble staying awake in class after his teacher failed to wake the student. She tried summoning the interim per, uh, principal for help, who was also unable to wake him. And that's when educators decided to call in the school resource officer, a part-time member of the local police named Marissa uh, Boskoski. And when asked to wake the student, Boskoski reached into her holster, pulled out her department-issued uh, taser, they call it, or stun gun, Witnesses said she removed the firing cartridge from the weapon and pulled the trigger, causing a sharp electric buzz that scared the student awake. Well, that's not so bad, then. You're still not supposed to do that. You're she removed the cartridge, to... right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it was she, when she pulled the trigger, it just made this... She just made the noise. Eh. Yeah. But... It's you're not if you're an officer you're not supposed to be doing no. using your weapon. No, that you way. discharge your regular firearm. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you shoot it next to their ear <laughs> so that it scares them awake. Hello. 
I mean, uh, it's almost like the equivalent of... Well, you know what? I guess this was a, a taser gun. It says no probes were deployed, and the taser did not touch the student. So I guess okay. it was a taser, but she used it in a way that it would just make noise. But parents say that they're uh, they're stunned that the officer would use a weapon normally reserved for criminals to wake up a sleepy student. Uh, the chief said that uh, Bozowski actually violated the department's policy. Sleepy student stunned by a stun gun. Okay. <laughs> Matt Cowper, reporter, <laughs> headline writer. Back to you, Tom. Uh, and so uh, on use of the uh, taser and what she did could place her job in jeopardy. So mm. she wasn't supposed to use it in that manner. Uh, Orange County deputies arrested a man after he told two employees at Disney Resort that he was sent by Al-Qaeda to blow the place up. Okay, and was he? No. Oh. Deputies responded after two employees' uh, greeting guests reported the uh, the comments. They identified the suspect as Gregory Lazarchik, who was visiting from New Jersey. I'm in from New Jersey. I've been sent by ISIS to blow the place up. Uh, the greeters told uh, deputies that they were asking guests about their days when he said that he was having a bad day. And he then said, Al-Qaeda sent me to blow the place up. Uh, it was Al-Qaeda. Uh, Larzachik did not appear to be joking. Uh, he admitted to saying something about Al-Qaeda, but didn't remember what exactly he said. He was remorseful and apologetic. Deputies, He, he sounds very funny. Uh, deputies searched his room and didn't find any bomb-making materials. Now, his sister said that he had suffered a head injury a few years ago and sometimes <laughs> says inappropriate things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was arrested on a charge of false report of bombing and has since posted bond. Uh, I love this. I showed you guys a video of this yesterday. A woman believed to be on crack cocaine fell through the ceiling <laughs> at a Mexican restaurant in California. And fell hard. Yeah, she fell through a drop ceiling. <laughs> Footage shows the moment. The woman comes tumbling down from a ceiling at Sabroso Mexican Grill in Garden Grove, California. According to the video poster, the woman had made her way into the eatery and went straight to the facilities. Uh, they said, we saw her sneak into the restaurant and dart off into the bathroom. She was in there for a while, and a small line was forming for the bathroom. And that's when debris was falling from an area outside of the restroom <laughs> from the ceiling. And staff were telling us that we might want to move from our table because they thought someone had been climbing into the ceiling. People I, overestimate the strength of a drop ceiling. She said, I know that at the moment it was the lady that snuck up into the restroom. And in the brief clips, people watch as the woman stomps around the ceiling Diners can be seen grabbing their food as they try to avoid the chaos. Oh, we're looking at the yeah, video right now. I, I love it. I love it. Boom. When fall through the ceiling. Uh, eventually, the woman comes falling down, and people and Sabrazo scream in shock at the woman. A different clip shows the woman erratically walking around after trying to avoid help. Uh, I'll have a burrito. It was believed that she was under the influence of crack cocaine. Uh, first responders tried to ease the woman's worry, but she can't help but be flustered. A few moments later, and she is finally calm, and paramedics work to restrain her and see if she is injured. It's unknown what the woman's condition is. Or why she climbed up into the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. might have been the crack cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is a very short story, but right. I, I love this. A man in India has broken the Guinness World Record for cracking walnuts with his head. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so listen to what he did. So S. Navin Kumar was caught on video as he smashed 217 walnuts in one minute Jeez. using only his head. So I think the way it must work is he has them on a table. Yeah. And he just yeah. smashes his head on the table repeatedly. We're watching the video of it. Do one thing and do it well. Uh, Kumar reportedly broke the Did record. Did you see a statement afterwards? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, Kumar reportedly broke the record by 36 walnuts. Whoa. All right. Uh-huh. So he went for it and did it. So. You crazy man. It's big. This is... Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I'm really enjoying watching I, it. I'm like mesmerized. Yes. It, it is yeah. pretty... Yeah. He, he's doing it at such a speed that it's hard to stop watching. Uh, but he went for a total of a minute and did 217 walnuts in the process. <laughs> That's what they do with the walnuts Look afterwards. Look at this guy! Oh, he missed bang, one. Bang, 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 yeah. bang. This is how fast he's doing it. I mean, just over and over and over. They're all lined up, and it looks like they might be, like, glued to the table. Yeah, yeah you'd like have that, to. So that they don't rattle around. When but... you're preparing a head-smashing walnut table, you got to glue them. Yeah. Dude, I want to see what his forehead, forehead looks, looks like. Up. All right, all right hold on. Right, yeah. So we're watching the video. It has to be bleeding. I, wouldn't you think so? Uh, well, uh, unless you unless you toughen it up and uh, over years have, you know, yeah. hardened the skin. Cal- yes. uh, calluses. I mean, oh, that's, that's my walnut cracking blister. <laughs> Wait, they might show them. Uh, I can't really tell. That's my walnut cracking callus right Look there. Look at here. It's my walnut cracking blister. <laughs> what? It it's my walnut cracking blister right here. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> we, um... Yeah. I'm, I'm not married. <laughs> we did an egg smashing thing at Eggs with Peg one year. Eggs would be better. Well, dude, somebody People was bleeding. People were bleeding, bleeding. People yeah. bleeding. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the eggshells are sharp, man. Well, yeah. but so are walnuts. <laughs> crying out loud. Oh, well, he was outside. Oh, okay. All right, That's well, all yeah. the difference right. in the world. It's the humidity, right? It's right. better outside. <laughs> all right, I have nothing more. <laughs> yeah, you can't top that. Uh-uh. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. Casey, give me the uh, the one we have for Monday. Yeah, the Yai. Predator. We have... <laughs> What'd you just say? Yeah. He started it off. The Predator. <laughs> yeah, we have, a, we have a movie screening for The Predator. <laughs> Uh, and it's the newest installment of the <laughs> Predator franchise. Mon- <laughs> Monday at 7.30. Uh, this is at the Ritz East. And uh, I'll take... Take the Let's get 10 people a pair of tickets each. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now and we'll set you up. We have another thick song thick. coming up in the A to Z. Uh, so find out what it is when we return. It's one of my favorites. Singer, songwriter, solo artist, and singer, songwriter, solo artist, <laughs> and a great guitar riff. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Show on 93.3 WMMR. Like the podcast, you'll also love it live. When you can call in weekdays from 6 a.m. to about 10:30 a.m. on the radio at 93.3 WMMR. Or stream the show live via MMR's mobile app. Uh, we need to do today's lesson question, and we have a pair of sweet tickets sweet. to uh, give away. Uh, this sweet. is sweet. yeah, sweet, 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 sweet tickets and parking passes uh, to join Jackie Bam Bam and Nick McElwain for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoff race at Dover International Speedway on the seventh of October. The question that we are going to go with this morning is, who's playing at the Pickle Fest this weekend? <laughs> oh, wait, they canceled. All right, who was going to be playing at the Pickle Fest this weekend? <laughs> Two, it's Pick, Pickle Festival. 215-263-WMMR. We'll see if you know the answer. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it's brought to you by God. Shawls cook out and eat lighter with... Gotchall's Real Meat, Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon, 94% fat-free and 80% less fat than most pork bacon. 
Discover hundreds of recipes at godshawls.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, rapper Young Thug charged with a staggering eight felonies stemming from a drug and weapons arrest last year in Georgia. Young Thug admits the situation is all his fault and began when he passed on his original rap name, Law-Abiding Youth Pastor. <laughs> oh, my God. Radar Online reporting that his engagement to Haley Baldwin has resulted in an acne outbreak of titanic proportions on Justin Bieber's face. The racially sensitive Bieber is reportedly extra embarrassed because he, quote, has more white heads than black heads. (laughs) And finally, Jersey Shore's Ronnie Ortiz Magro is rushing to sell his million-dollar Vegas home after getting into another raucous fight with his baby mama, Jen Harley. However, according to his realtor and friend, Johnny Nitro, Magro changes his mind the way he changes his underwear, which means his house should remain on the market for a year. (laughs) (laughs) That's your highly track. All right. We'll see if you were paying attention this morning. Uh, Who's playing at the Pickle Festival this weekend? Not really. Uh, I will go to Brian. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, Brian. Who's playing at the Pickle Festival this weekend? Uh, That would be Foreigner. Foreigner! Yep, you are correct. Hang on, sir. We're going to get your information, and we are going to set you up with some... uh, Tickets, sweet tickets, and a parking pass to join Jackie Bam Bam and Nick McQueen and Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoff yeah, race cup. at Dover International. <laughs> I'm sorry, I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, a cup. NASCAR <laughs> Cup. Uh, and it's, uh, where was I? Uh, oh, yeah, Na- NASCAR Cup Series playoff race at uh, Dover International <laughs> Speedway. <laughs> You know, I made fun of, uh, are you done? <laughs> On October 7th, <laughs> NASCAR yet. returns to Dover October uh, 5th through the 7th. Tickets start at 50 bucks. Kids tickets are just $10. <laughs> Get yours at DoverSpeedway.com. Now you may speak. Sir. I made fun of uh, Merrill Reese last night because he uh, announced oh, that the whoa. Eagles kick, uh, kicker was um, uh, Josh Elliott, not Jake Elliott. It was the opening kickoff to the opening game of the, of the season, and I thought that that was kind of a silly mistake by him, but whatever. His Merrill Reese is a legend, and somebody tweeted back at me. It was like... Uh, if you're a thousand years old and still saying "Yeah, cup" on the radio, <laughs> then you can make fun of Meryl Reese. Yeah, right. like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he doesn't speak funny at all. But he talks, so don't worry about it. Where were you watching that game at, though, last night? I was at the uh, the Bud Light appearance thing in uh, Maniunk, which was really cool. And so they do these. Um, uh, they're called the Philly Special or Philly Philly Tour or whatever. And um, it was at that uh, JD. McGillicuddy. J.D. McGillicuddy. McGillicuddy. <laughs> <McGillicuddy's. laughs> and, uh... I was like, why did it stop it like that? Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Silly me. Uh, I... Anything else? Because I'm going to give a, a You little... know what? I do. Yeah, actually, I have running? a couple of things, Preston. Yeah. A couple of things? No, no, I have no. a... Yeah, I, a couple. I have an appearance tonight. It's one of my favorites. It's first Friday in Phoenixville. Oh, and, yes. And always I do a good this time. a lot. It's a great time. It's at the corner of Bridge and Main. There's always awesome live music. Hopefully, the weather will hold. Uh, but it's 6.30 to 8.30 tonight. It's brought to us by friends at Piazza Subaru. Those guys are awesome. And uh, so I, I definitely want to give it a plug. So if you can stop by 6.30 to 8.30, corner of Bridge and Main, First Friday in Phoenixville tonight, and there is only a couple of those left this, <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, year. Be careful driving there. Remember, that's where I hit that guy. Uh, well, his car. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this. There's, it gets so packed. Yeah, Kathy ran over this uh, this guy. I don't remember. You hit somebody? Yeah, yeah. We talked about it on the air. Remember the guy? He like hung up on me. I was like, Yeah, I'm really sorry. I'll. Oh, you send- hit his car. You yeah, said you like, dragged send- his dog and cane for like half a mile. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> I remember he was, I, I was like, I'll, yep. pay, I'll send you a check. Yes. You know, let me know, give me an estimate. And he was like, I know where you live. And he hung up on me. I was That's like, right. I, I don't understand. I, I, I'm offering to pay yeah. for your damage. Whatever yeah. happened with that? I paid him. Okay. And he okay. shut the F. Yes. <laughs> Very no, good. No, but it's, it, that, and that was the reason it's, it gets really packed there on those first Fridays and, and mm-hmm. parking's tight. So get early, you're saying? Get down early. And just watch yourself when you're driving. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully rain won't be an issue, but at least it's not blazing hot. Yeah. So you have that going for you. Uh, I need to mention uh, TNF Farmers Pride of Roxborough. They came by and they're with Deeds and Watson. They, they brought by some great food this morning for our guests here, which is wonderful. And you can try their classic roast pork. Sharp provolone and broccoli rob, or you can pick up dinner for the family. Don't forget an order of their famous hoagie dip as well, which is really good. I was yeah. we were talking about the hobby hoagie dip out there. I'm supposed to be rolling. Yeah, uh, you can learn more at wmmr.com. Keyword deli. Yes, Casey. So I've been shooting these real Philly deli tour videos for a couple of years now. Yeah, a couple. Um, yeah. And <laughs> this particular video is the funniest one I've ever done, and it's not because of anything I did. There's a special guest on the video, so if you go to PrestonSteve.com, <laughs> you can see it. And see what I'm talking about. Uh, nice. I think they're all good. Thanks. All right, let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Peeling lucky. Grab a large or extra large Dunkin' coffee for a chance to win great prizes. No purchase necessary. 13 plus ends October 15th or while supplies last for gaming peace and official rules. You can visit sippeelwin.com. Uh, this is so sad. Uh, cranberry singer Dolores O'Riordan uh, died by drowning. Oh, yes, my gosh. as yeah. a result of alcohol intoxication, a tragic oh. accident, according to statements made during an inquest held on Thursday at Westminster Coroner's Court in London. So the original belief was that she committed suicide, right? Yeah, that's what some people were right, and, and that's obviously tragic. But here it seems oh. to be more like just an accident. The 46-year-old vocalist had been drinking heavily before she was found dead in room 2005 of the Park Lane Hilton Hotel in Park Lane, London, in the morning of January 15th. She was found submerged face-up in the bath by a maid the morning after she checked into the hotel and declared dead after police and paramedics failed to revive her. Uh, I think there's a there's a silver lining to the story, and I believe that's where we're going to be doing our broadcast when we're in London. Really? Next month, yeah. So the, the death was not in vain. Yes. Uh, no, I wouldn't call that a silver lining. No? I would say that there's a connection. Uh, there's a coincidence. Uh, police. <laughs> wow, it's great that she died because we'll yes, be doing our show for But a there. window is open no, in um, that that's our broadcast site. Uh, police found empty bottles of alcohol in O'Riordan's hotel room, including five miniature bottles and a bottle of champagne. There were also containers of prescription drugs with okay. tablets in each. But though... Toxicology reports show that O'Riordan had only a therapeutic amount of medication in her blood. So she but you remember the, the... She didn't overdose, and, and it didn't, apparently... It was the booze. Yeah, the audio you played, it was of, of her talking about being excited about going to record. Yeah, with Bad Wolves. She, it yeah. was the day before she was going to go into the session. Looking forward to it. Yeah, and she had heard the, she had heard the advanced tracks, yeah. and she liked them. Uh, however, her blood alcohol levels were more than four times over the legal driving limit. She got drunk. She passed out. She drowned. Uh, um, Reardon displayed no injuries or evidence of self-harm, although she had struggled for many years with bipolar disorder and excessive drinking. So that's even more tragic. I'm st- I was yeah. really it really bothered me when she died. I, I, I love their music and and she had, had such a great voice. So just sad. 
Uh, Blink-182 has been forced to cancel a string of shows this month, including an appearance at Chicago's Riot Fest due to Travis Barker's ongoing health issues. The gigs were originally rescheduled from July when Barker revealed that he was undergoing care for blood clots in his arms as well as two related infections. Uh, The band wrote in a statement, Trav's medical team anticipated that he would not be well enough by fall to tour but after recent checkups, they were uh, not able to clear him in time for the scheduled run of dates. So he had said in a statement, the uh, past few months have just sucked as I've been uh, sidelined, just waiting for my doctors to clear me so that I could get back on the road and perform my band. Unfortunately, the risks associated with drumming are still too great. I'm doing everything I can or everything I need to do uh, so that I can get back on the road as soon as possible. I want to thank fans, family, friends, bandmates uh, for all the love and support. So that does continue. Greta Van Fleet has finally announced some details about its first full-length LP. The disc will be called Anthem of the Peaceful Army, and it'll include ten songs, including the recently issued When the Curtain Falls, which we've been playing, along with tunes like Age of Man, The Cold Wind, Watching Over, The New Day, Mountain of the Sun, and Four Others. You have a band that's this popular, and they're only now releasing their first album. Yeah. Hopefully it means good things for these guys. A 45-second social media teaser video for the album has been posted online. An accompanying message reads, Those of us who cannot hear it, feel it. At the dancing of a heartbeat is a reminder that humans love. I I was just saying that. I know that first in darkness, like a great drum in a mother's chest. Uh, the anthem of a peaceful army to save all the world. On the mountain with the fire stands the woodchuck proud and brave. Calling forth the harbinger of death. Yeah, I don't know if that's uh, if those are lyrics no. uh, from or a one, lunch order from one of the songs or what. But you want napkins? I don't know. But uh, on they... the fire, into the giant gerbil, <laughs> flames of passion soaring, licking the night sky. It very well could be. You don't know. You don't know. Who knows? All right. Um, <laughs> what else we got here? Imagine Dragons is joining forces with Angry Birds, the Angry Birds franchise, uh, to raise money for the Tyler Robinson Foundation, the band's pediatric cancer charity. Uh, if you download the Angry Birds Match mobile game, you can play a new Imagine Dragons-inspired mode in which baby Angry Birds try to set up a concert in the band's hometown of Las Vegas. This happened? While you play, you'll hear the band's new single, Natural, in the background. I didn't even know Angry Birds was really still a thing, still to a be thing, honest. Yeah. Uh, the Tyler Robinson Foundation is a cause very close to our hearts, they said in a statement. These kids and their families should never have to suffer financial despair when they've already been battling cancer together. Yes. And it's an honor to help them out in any way we can. We jumped at the chance to join with Angry Birds. To bring more awareness and support to TRF and these kids. Uh, you can play the Imagine Dragons event now through September 25th. Uh, meanwhile, Imagine Dragons has spent the last week dropping cryptic teasers on social media. <laughs> including a 15-minute video of silence. And uh, the teasers have to do with a special upcoming fan event held in Las Vegas. Full details of which will be announced shortly. Metallica will commemorate the 30th anniversary of the new release, or I'm sorry, of the release of its fourth studio album, uh, And Justice for All, with a November 2nd arrival of a deluxe reissue 
uh, through the band's own blackened recordings label. The reissue of And Justice for All has been remastered for the most advanced sound quality. It'll be available in multiple digital and physical configurations. It goes on to the list. And it's really long. I'm not going to get into what all you get. I'm sure it's a ton of stuff. Yeah, there's like rough mixes, unreleased demos, and live tracks, and a booklet of pictures, and more, depending on which package you get. And some of them come with lyrics and l- lyrics and laminates <laughs> and uh, so forth. Uh, the package includes lyrics and laminates. And, and a woodchuck, oddly enough. a woodchuck enough. will yeah. carry forth your booty. <laughs> uh, so that's available coming. wherever CDs and records are sold. <laughs> I didn't know right that. next to the sham wows. It's <laughs> It's a great little stinger. It's Isn't actually it perfect. Yeah. I keep turning it off right yeah. when that part hits. What is that song? Green Grass and High Tides by the Outlaws. Okay, great song. Uh, let me see uh, two things. Two from the Beatles. The Beatles. <laughs> um, Ringo Starr and wife Barbara Bach are going to be on hand to salute his brother and sister-in-law Joe Walsh and wife Marjorie on October eighth when they are honored by both the National Council on Alcohol- Alcoholism and Drug Dependency. And facing addiction. I always forget that they're in-laws or whatever they are. Through the box. Yeah, yeah. That is correct. The event will be held at Manhattan's Rainbow Room and Bar. (laughs) And Bar 65. We're having it at a bar at uh, Rockefeller Plaza with private performances by Michael McDonald, Vince Gill, and others yet to be announced. So that's cool. Yeah, you know, Ringo's, uh, I mean, Joe Walsh. Boy, did he do a turnaround. He, oh, his, my God. His life, he, he was headed down a really bad path. He was the guy path. who would check in. We we talked about, who were we talking about? Um, who do we have in? And he was talking about bringing a chainsaw with him every time he checked into a hotel. From the Eagles. I'm having well, a brain well, fart. Well, Joe Walsh would. Oh, Don Felder. Don Felder. Yeah, yeah. yeah but Joe Walsh would. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Check into a hotel. With a piece of luggage that had a chainsaw in it. Yeah, they gave it to him as a gift yeah. because he liked to trash hotel rooms, so he started taking it with him. It's insane. And then one last thing. Sean Lennon is going to be on hand today at 11 a.m., uh, which would be, yeah, in about 40 minutes, at the uh, Nomberg Banshell in New York's Central Park for the dedication of the United States Postal Service's John Lennon commemorative uh, forever stamp. Wow. Uh, joining Sean will be photographer Bob Gruen, Postmaster General CEO Megan Brennan, and legendary New York City DJ Dennis Elsas. Uh, the stamps will be issued in a pane of 16 with a design uh, aping a vinyl picture sleeve. Uh, the stamps themselves used a famed 1974 photo by Gruen with a photo of the rear using the iconic 1971 Lennon shot of him at his uh, English Tittenhurst Park Estate recording image. I'm a Tittenhurst. Imagine. <laughs> Tittenhurst. You, um, I'm a Tittenhurst. Yeah. Will you get this press? Uh, no, I'm not really a stamp collector. So um, You don't like stamps? Yeah, I hate stamps. <laughs> How do you send envelopes? Uh, my wife does it. Uh, yeah. I have a wife, too. Have you ever heard her sing? <laughs> It's a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> That's how they're going to clear out the wildlife in the park before the presentation. Ah, uh, uh, so that picture was captured by Feeder. F- <laughs> Feeder, well, Peter Fordham. <laughs> Feeder Portum. Mm, great to meet you, Feeder Portum. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now let's all go back to Hogwarts and uh, sing a song.
That's that's oh Yoko. My okay. God. God. Oh, your heart is dancing. Your mind is bouncing. I don't know those. That's no, really that's really the one great, we know. Yoko. No, just, there it is. The classic. Jesus. Uh, that's so. my that's my little woman. <laughs> what a mega talent! Uh, uh, Forever stamps will always be accepted as first class stamps uh, throughout the years, even and they will never need additional postage as rates increase. I had John write uh, some of his songs. Yes, she did. Scanners. <laughs> Wait a minute. Somebody has transcribed her performance at the Museum oh, of Modern on. Art, which yeah. is that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you should see it. It's hilarious. It's because uh, then she goes into oh, 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 See if you can sing along with it. I love it. No, I'm not going to try no? to do it. Because I have one more I have one more piece of an- announcement, uh, one more announcement to make, piece of information it's to It's a announce. piece of an announcement of information. <laughs> Man, Yoko. Uh, it's a con- concert announcement, and it's not uh, MMR's format. Not Yoko. But how can we not mention this? Just announced uh, at the Wells Fargo Center on April 20th of next year, Share is coming to town. Really? Yes, it's called the Here We Go Again. Tour. Here we go again. Yeah, so. Especially um, for Mama Mia, too. The tickets go on sale starting on uh, the 11th at 10 a.m. So uh, we got to get Share on. We got to Come talk. on in. We'll play Crack Shot. We've got to talk to Cher. So. She was just at the Borgata a couple of weeks ago. Was she? Yeah, I think was so. Was I? Yeah, Marissa was telling me. Um, Do you believe in love and love? She was there performing? Okay. Yeah. Right. She's running the Keno game. Uh, so anyhow, uh, there you go. Just thought I'd pass that along. Share. Right. And that's all I have. I bet you that'll sell out quickly. Uh, that's all I have in music news for you this morning. Um, we're going to take a break. Yes. We're going to come back in a second, uh, play one more song from the A to Z, and then we will give away our Word of the Week prize, if you don't mind. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment, my friend. The MMR mobile app. Use it to grab the MMR live stream and MMR audio on demand, including the Preston and Steve podcast. Bring up the live studio webcam, too. The MMR app is Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible, and it's free. Uh, thank yous are a big part of what we do at the end of the program, especially at the end of the week. There's been a lot of people by the show. Uh, but I do want to thank uh, TNF Farmers Pride uh, for coming in this morning. They're so nice. 30-plus years serving the Roxborough community, and it's just one of the reasons why TNF Farmer Markets uh, Pride is a uh, decent watch from Real Philly Deli. And for more information, go to WMMR.com. The keyword is deli. And check out the latest uh, <laughs> video. As Casey said, there's a surprise appearance by somebody yep. uh, that makes it awesome. So you'll want to watch that. And speaking of videos, we already have... The Daily Rush video up of Jamie Kennedy, who was on today. How about that? And Jamie is going to be at Punchline, and they are the sponsor of our Daily Rush video. And he talks about, I guess it's where he's trying uh, my pickle. Oh. <laughs> or, or me and my son, uh, our pickles. What is it? That's a damn good pickle. Thank you very much. That's a damn good pickle. 
Uh, Jamie's awesome. It's great to have him by here. And he's got shows tonight uh, and Saturday at 7.30 and 9.45, punchlinephilly.com. So thank you, Jamie Kennedy. He's a really great guy. Yes. And we had two of our favorite people who yeah. are... You know, very supportive of the show, and we love supporting them in today. Yeah, and the other one was uh, Dave Patel. Yes. And, uh, Dave is going to be at Helium. Uh, tonight and tomorrow are sold out, but there's Sunday night show at 7 o'clock, heliumcomedy.com, and uh, Louis Katz, who came in with him as yep. well, who's going to be uh, performing with him, which is uh, very cool. So it was nice to have those guys by you know, here. Louis told me he had actually he'd been on the show about 10 years ago. He had done a gig. He'd been on Fallon, and we had him in for some huh. comedy club, and he he just, he when he came in, he remembered, and it was like, oh, my God, I, I, I had a great time then. It's funny, because you guys told me, you know, when Amy Schumer's star rose yeah, yeah. and took off, Casey goes, you know, we had her on the show one time. I go, what? I don't remember that at all. Well, yeah. she forced herself on the show. She, she wasn't the, the guest that was She booked. wasn't the guest that was supposed to be on, but yeah. she was like, I'm getting on the mic anyway, and she sat down, and yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And she was good. She was good on Mike. Mm-hmm. We're glad. good at picking out talent. and Aren't we? And remembering, <laughs> remembering all those great talents that come through. I'm just terrible at it. Uh, Pierre Robert is indeed in the studio. Hi, man. I had the uh, Beatles and Led Zeppelin on my show, but I don't remember it. You don't remember it very yeah. much? I mean, you played uh, them. Yeah, 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 they played like 10, 15, 20 songs each. Um, and Who's the said, biggest, who would you say, or who have you thought, the biggest celebrity you've interviewed or had on your show throughout your radio career oh, god what would by no bono's way up there probably uh, mick jagger mick jagger, mick jagger. Yeah. yeah mick jagger yeah yeah. yeah yeah i didn't thank you well then that's yeah. more than once too i mean you were lucky yeah. enough or uh, twice earned I, it yeah i interviewed him too. yeah i would say mick yeah um what about in your studio in the studio because oh. we had brian may in studio Brian Mus- musician wise, it's. Probably... I mean, I was one on one with Mick. I was across the table, but both were recorded out of town. Right. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to think on it. It all blurs together. Get back it to does. Kind of like mean, yours. Yeah, it does. Huh? So get back to us because I'd be interested to know. Well, I mean, it's a really it's a it's a provocative question. Um, so I, I mean, I'm a provocateur. You are. Yeah. You're agent provocateur. <laughs> right. Speaking of foreigner, like underwear. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a brand name. Yeah, people always, when we have interviews that are done uh, about, you know, that when we are interviewed for an article or something like that, people ask about guests, and I was like, man, I have a hard time. Yeah. Uh, and and then later on, I'll be, oh, yeah, of course, there was that time. I should have said that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a big one. I didn't even think of that. It's interesting because you do forget, on the occasion of my 25th anniversary, uh, the Inquirer sent uh, a reporter out, and she and I were talking, and I just thought it'd be some basic stuff, and she goes, well, no, I don't want your story. I kind of know your story. I go, okay, how could I assist you? And she goes, I want 25 stories for 25 years. And I go, oh, oh, oh what? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I couldn't think of one. Yeah. You know, but then it's what, you know, you'll find this in your own, your guys' own show memories. Once you start even pulling one up, well, that, oh, I remember that one. And then all of a sudden it starts this it wheel does. turning. And then... By the time we ended, I mean, it took three days to do the interview, and we had wow. 35 stories, which she, she put, a, a, like, a huge article in the paper for that particular year. God bless her. Yeah. Um, well, anyhow, lots of great things are coming up. Before we find out what you have today, we need to give our, our Word of the Week prize away. We need one more letter. 
I am good with that. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Z as in zombie zoo or zoo station. All right. And we have, uh, we'll take uh, caller number 8 at 215-263-WMMR. And we'll give you the front row tickets that we have. I'll tell you more about that in just a moment or two. So get on board and give us a call uh, right now, uh, real quick, I'm going to do a, an appearance plug. If you don't please, know, please, no, please, 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 uh, please, please. Marissa please, please. and I are doing our first ever <laughs> appearance together after 13 years of work. Yes, work. your Just first appearance together. Me and Marissa, and we're at Acme on Snyder Avenue tomorrow from one to three. Acme in Philadelphia, the official supermarket of the Press and Steve Show. And I will have my uh, sandwich that I'm going to. We're going to cut it up and give samples out. Yes. Uh, tomorrow, Everyone gets a full sandwich. <laughs> and uh, But everybody's going to get samples of beer as well. Marissa, is it uh, her dogfish head? Yeah, dogfish head uh, beers that uh, she's going to be spotlighting. While you're there, uh-huh. pick up the parfaits <laughs> that they have. They're excellent. No mushy. Steve. What? Paraphate. Paraphate. Yes. <laughs> and the Acme chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Are phenomenal, oh, right? Oh, you know, yeah, oh, you yeah. Know, yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? And speaking of which, uh, you know, Acme stuff, their tortilla chips and uh, salsa and guacamoles are really good. All right, so it's your you second go. salsa reference of the day. Whoa! Did I reach my quota? <laughs> I think you have. Okay. Uh, what's coming up on your show today, Pierre? Well, more in the A to Z. You just played "Signs" uh, by Tesla, recorded at the Trocadero. Incidentally, um, did you mention really? that? I did, and I, <laughs> I said I. I think it was recorded at the Trocadero, so thank you for verifying that. Yeah, I was out in the field still plowing at that point. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I, is yeah, it, is gotta, that all right? You good? got to get the, you know, the It takes a ready. farmer. It takes a farmer to right. take a village <laughs> or make a village to have a happy day. Right. And, um... It takes a village to have a happy day. <laughs> all right. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, you were saying, yeah. You did uh, Tesla Signs. Um, the original version of that is the five-man electrical band. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to come out of this to start the coffee break with that. I uh, love which it. I think would be fun. Um, and the Tesla uh, thing was released as an EP. It's the five-song... Five five-man acoustic jam. jam, yeah. Yep. Which was a takeoff on the name Five-Man uh, Electrical Electric Band. band. Uh, which was the original song. Uh, what the hell? Group. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And so that's what we're going to do that. And then we're going to give away <laughs> tickets for uh, Phil Esch, one more pair of tickets for that, uh, for his show on Sunday, Fabulous Phil, and more Grateful Dead music at the Fillmore on Sunday. We'll have a pair of tickets for that. And the A to Z and our weekend calendar and Pierre's Planner. And it's going to be fun uh, because I don't believe I will get out of the letter S throughout the course of it the day. It doesn't appear that way, though. The projected finish for the whole thing is sometime Sunday. I don't know about that. I don't. Um, I don't see that happen. Um, Chuck was saying yesterday that um, somebody said to him he thought they thought the A to Z was going faster, and he said there's a couple hundred more songs in it than there were last year. Yeah, and there were up. thousands of songs in it last year. Um, so I, I don't. You know, your perception, and again, remember, we started at different times every year, so you might be hearing, if you listen at the same time every day, different groupings of songs. Well, that, that in, in fact, this has been the most, what are we playing for this year around, because the times were staggered. So during our show in particular, I've been noticing that we've been really, there's been some 
really cool from out of nowhere songs. Well, I love Siberian Katru and the fact that Kathy's wearing the T-shirt. Yeah, it's cool. um, is <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I I knew you were a yes head. I knew you were a dead head. You knew. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen you in the in the pit at Slayer before. So okay, um, now you're I, pushing it. No, dude, I saw you there. I, you were rocking up with your tattoos and everything. But um, anyway. It's good. Yeah, right. it is good. It, it's information. It's, yeah. it's, it's good. That's, uh, uh, I need. A, I knew I needed to pull it in. <laughs> There's so your. I that was Kennedy's con- speech. And, the, <laughs> and in conclusion, <laughs> it's good. It's, it's, it's good. <laughs> I rest my case. I'm going to go to the phones before I say this. I saw the what their answer is, and I look at Casey. I'm like, did Pierre mess up? Did he? Did he do another non-word word? Uh-huh. And now I now I get it. Okay, I'm going to go to Scott. Hey, Scott. Good morning. Good morning. Scott, word of the week, please. A to Z. A Great to Z. Yeah. Day of the morning. You're trying to figure out what A to I'm like, what is A to That's my alien handler. Scott, you got it right. We are going to give you, my friend, a pair of front row tickets, food vouchers, and free parking as MMR rocks Ozzy Osbourne with Stone Sour Wednesday, September 12th at the BB&T Pavilion, my man. That's sick. <laughs> we love you. Oh, Thank great. you for that answer, Scott. Hang on, we'll get your info, okay, buddy? Have Thank yourself you. a good weekend. Oh. Yeah, tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. <laughs> All right, so we got oh, that. Oh, my God. Uh, let me take this moment to thank our sponsors. I love you guys, by the way. <laughs> oh, I love you, too. All right, we got to thank... Uh, I really love you. We got to thank Dunkin' Donuts, the official... I love you. ...coffee of the Preston and Steve show. Yeah, I never did drunk day. Uh, the Preston and Steve show runs on Dunkin'. We've asked you <laughs> to I do know. it. It would be ugly. It would be ugly. That's why we want to do it. It would be pretty, and then it would be really ugly. Uh, it's also, President Steve Show also brought to you by Winter Airport Parking, the 2017 Reader's Choice Award winner from the Philadelphia Inquirer and French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville with everything you need for the great outdoors, FrenchCreekOutfitters.com. Uh, why take a chance with anybody else? Next week, listen to this. Uh, comedian Josh Wolf in studio. We're going to talk to Sebastian Maniscalco. Wow. We'll have Kyle Brandt from the NFL Network. We have comedian Chad Daniels in the studio. And director Paul Fag will be joining is us. Is that right? As well. That wow. Is so a whole bunch of things next week for you. We like it that way. That's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great weekend. And we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Casey and Nick, come on. How can you not like horror movies? From the classics like Dracula, Boris Karloff, all the way up to and including the nun. Horror movies rock. Come on, put your big boy pants on and go see the horror movie. Next message. You guys make my day. My new job and my commute is a total bitch. People look at me like I've completely lost my marbles because I am the falling with laughter all the way to work. I was tickled this, you know, this morning. I'm, I'm just, I've been crying. You are freaking fabulous. I love you guys. Cheers. Next message. I hate 248. 248 sucks. This road sucks. I hate it. It sucks. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack! Sell them for less.